1: it will never not (laughs) be as funny
2: it's the fact that it's a still image and i don't (laughs) blink in it it's just that makes it even creepier
3: i
1: love it i love it so much welcome back to (laughs) kind of funny's avatar in review that's right we are ranking reviewing and recapping every movie in james cameron's avatar franchise of course i'm tim gettys and i am joined by the nitro rifle andy cortez good morning it's christmas in december joey noel
4: i think it's afternoon it's
5: 12
1: whoa
4: well, it's been a I'm day already. It's only noon. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. The producer slash reducer, Nick Sarpino. I see, you, Jim. I, see you, Nick. <laughs> I see you. I see you, Nick. I see you. He
0: stops seeing each other. <laughs> and who else I see
1: is the one and only Gia Tap Harris.
0: Not to make this like instantly not safe for work, but that intro <laughs> kind of reminds me of like when you and I are getting busy and our dogs are just like tearing <laughs> up. How's that make you
1: feel,
2: Nick? <laughs> I think that everything's right in the
0: world.
1: <laughs> what you don't notice is Nick is there too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Little Moose Toretto with a Nick Scarf. <laughs> How long can I keep my eyes open? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Of course, this is Kind of Funny's In Review, where each and every week we get together, to rank, review, and recap different movie franchises. If there is a franchise out there that you enjoy or you hate, chances are we have reviewed it. Sometimes we've even rewatched and re-reviewed it because that's the type of people we are here at Kind of Funny. You can get all of that on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny or RoosterTeeth.com You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny in review and we'll be right there for you. I do want to let you know, this is the final in review of the year. Uh, when we return next year, the plan right now Things might change, but just letting everyone know so they can do their homework over the break. Uh, the plan is to come back and do Knives Out and Glass Onion, a Knives Out story or whatever the fuck they're calling it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, really excited about that. So <laughs> do the homework, watch the movies. Uh, it's coming to Netflix. The second movie's coming to Netflix, uh, December
4: 23rd? Yeah, that's I want to say. It's upsetting that the first one's not on there.
1: It's a whole kerfuffle. I don't even know where you I don't think it's
4: anywhere. It. I tried to. Damn. Damn.
1: I saw it in London. You saw the second
2: one?
5: Mm -hmm. Already? Yeah. Wow. I haven't seen seen either of them. Oh Oh, I saw both. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw both too. I can't watch part one then. You saw wow, damn, so much is going on. We'll have to figure this
1: out. Yeah. Uh but anyways, that's for that's the next year, Tim problem. Yeah. We're in this year. All right. We're finally here. Avatar, the way of water has finally been seen by everyone at this table. Um, of course. Uh last thing I need to say about this is this episode is brought to you by Fixture S2, MeUndies, Policy Genius, and Shopify. You don't need to hear the ads, though, if you're a Patreon producer. You also get the show early. You get to or you get to watch it um, as we record it. You get the show ad-free. It's fantastic. So shout-out to our Patreon producers. Hilary Bernard, ID Raven, Trent Berry, Tranquil Uranium, 1UP Pest Control, Gwinnett, Alex J, Sandoval, James Hastings, Colin Huguenel, Casey Andrew, Brian Cheney, Adam, Jacob Moorfeld, Jordan from Kansas, Jay Kolbs, Molecule, Nathan Lamoth. Monica Boomenlog, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex Gradle, Streakin' Ain't Easy, Gordon Maguire, Jason L., The Nanobiologist, Aero Joe, DJ Kento on Twitch, Donald Eccles, and Sean Valoric. Um If uh, by chance, Monica Boomenlog, you didn't watch our Into oh, the Spider-Verse uh, trailer reaction, don't. Just don't. I apologize for Greg Miller and you know what? Nick Scarpito as well. I laughed, I did. The thing about it is Monica knows, right? Monica she
2: understands knows. how powerful of a last name that is. Mm-hmm. And you can't put that on a Patreon list without it without knowing that it's a 60% chance it's going to be a thing. Turning into a.
5: It's a movie character name. Like it's very good. I like. It, I mean,
2: we're not ta- it's not Burt Meg level, Mm-mm. but it's very close.
1: Yeah. You were correct. Let's get into it everybody. Avatar the Way of the water, the way of water, uh, released on December sixteenth, twenty twenty-two, with a runtime of three hours and twelve minutes. In. This is a long one. What of the, the longest movies ever? <laughs> right, like it's pretty damn wild. Is this longer than Titanic? I, I didn't look into that. I Ooh, probably I could should. look into that right now. That would be fantastic. I think it is. Yeah,
4: I, I think felt it like Titanic it. is like three hours and like seven minutes, maybe. Let's mm,
2: see, mm-hmm. three hours and fourteen minutes.
4: Oh,
0: Ooh. so it isn't.
1: This is. Two yeah. minutes shorter? Wow. That Three, yeah, two minutes shorter. Two minutes shorter. Damn, James.
0: But if you, suppress <laughs> Same amount crazy. Of water, if you suppress the credits from both, I wonder if Avatar would sneak in because there were so many credits.
1: <laughs> there was probably so many credits for Titanic, too, as well. Mm. Gee, the yeah. boat All wasn't the real. It wasn't <laughs> even a real what? boat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Uh, directed, once again, by James Cameron. This one was written by James Cameron, Rick Affa, and Amanda Silver. Known for the Planet of the Apes trilogy. Oh. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Uh, music was done this time by Simon Franklin because, of course, like I said last week, James Horner unfortunately died. Uh, so they did a lot of uh, arrangements of the music from the first movie. They actually used some music straight from the first movie. But also there was a, a whole new score by by Simon. Um, and this time, the featured pop license song in the credits, The, the weekend. The Weeknd. <laughs> So that was a fun little adventure that I didn't expect at the end of the day.
4: Honestly, the way that they auto-tuned his voice with everything made it work, but just not what I'm expecting for an end-of-movie epic. We get Celine Dion, we got Lady Gaga earlier this year in Maverick, and then The Weeknd. Yeah, and I will say that Lady Gaga
1: song really grew on me. Didn't like it, and now I'm like, in the shower. G's heard me a bazillion times. (laughs) (laughs) I would love,
2: love to hear Tim singing in the shower.
0: He doesn't sing, but oh. his music selections, like, speak volumes.
2: Oh, he actually mm-hmm. just
5: plays music. He plays I, okay.
0: music. No singing. No singing. You got a little Bluetooth
5: speaker? Or what you got? What you got going on? I got a whole. Off the phone? It's a, a whole, whole it surround sound. It's a surround sound. <laughs> sound, <Yeah>. sound <laughs> in my, my it doesn't like <laughs> a shower and <laughs> <in> quiet. <laughs> You're a fucking <laughs> freak, <dude. laughs> yeah. crazy. Crazy. <Yeah.
1: laughs> um, but anyways, uh, this movie. So Avatar 1 was one of the most expensive movies ever made with an estimated budget of 280 million U.S. dollars. The estimated budget for this one is between 350 and 400 million dollars. So that is. Just wild to think about, like, how expensive this film is. And there's a lot of things to keep in mind, too, where this is a similar idea where um, they simultaneously shot a lot of three. So how the budgets count is going to be really
5: interesting. Oh, like, okay, interesting. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this movie wrote, is, lo- is longer than the first movie. Oh, yeah. So that makes sense. Oh, oh, absolutely. You're adding
2: 30 more minutes to a film. That's a lot.
5: And that's one thing I've been confused over for over a decade, right? Mm. It's like we've, <laughs> we've been hearing that James Cameron is working on multiple entries to the Avatar franchise. And I know that he was filming a bit of uh, a couple of them, sort of like the way Lord of the Rings did it, where they filmed all three at the same time. That's one thing I've been confused about here the most is like, I don't know if we are watching actors acting in the year 2014 or 15. Like, when did all of this begin? I, I That's like the thing I'm most interested in, because I, I legitimately don't know what the timeline is of like, We've known these movies are coming for over a decade. I just don't know when all this shit started.
1: Well, Eddie Cortez, I'm glad that you asked these (laughs) questions. Because I don't want to say I did the (laughs) deepest dive into this, but I did more than a shallow dive. So I got some answers for you where, obviously, in the same way that Avatar 1, he'd been working on forever and pitching it and pitching it. like there was been a lot of work going on for it, but it actually didn't go into production until you know not too far before 2009. It's a similar situation here where he knew he wanted to make the sequels originally it was going to be a trilogy but then he's like no I want it to be five movies started working had the idea they worked on the script so the scripts for all the movies there there are scripts for Avatar 3 4 and 5 at this point the levels of completion I think are a little bit different but like they have scripts that they're, there's a story they're building they know so unlike the Star Wars sequel trilogy like there's a plan which is good <laughs> uh, and then on top of that, uh, with this, they, um, he, it's all about the tech with James Cameron, with right. Jimmy C, right? So he's out here trying to decide what's the next tech going to be for, for the movie. And the big one for this was underwater cameras, where it was the first time that uh, there was rigs made specifically to be able to shoot underwater and like get everything right how he wants it to and have it to be as like crisp and beautiful as possible. And he actually used – Kev, if you're listening to this – he actually used Alita Battle Angel oh. as like a beta test for the underwater camera stuff for oh,
5: scenes for this movie. So, so the underwater motion capture and all that. Exactly. Yeah. So a
1: lot of the um different movies that James yeah,
5: has been producing, uh he's been like testing out tech for the Avatar sequels uh, along the way. It's like how in every Dark Souls game, you always get a glimpse of like what the next game is gonna be. Exactly. Exactly. A couple like geniuses, again. Miyazaki and yeah. Cameron.
1: Exactly. Put mm-hmm. them together, see what happens. Uh, but the other exciting thing, Kev, is this week started talking about. It Kev just barked. <laughs> <at them>. <laughs> 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 I really want, I want to watch a lead of battle angel. <laughs> but uh, uh, there's talk of a sequel, Kev. To Alita. To Alita. So there was there is yeah. there's, there's some hope out <laughs> that's there. That's a good movie. So it was, I, loved, I had a great time with it. So very excited about that. Um, but anyways, what's interesting is uh from what I read, and again, with these movie production shit, anything can change, so much can go down. But the plan right now is Avatar three, four, and five are gonna be every two years. They they have a December release date locked at Disney. Well, they already have the, the script for four and well that, that they, news popped the thing there's like they had the scripts for up all five of them yeah. to some state but supposedly three is almost finished production wise oh wow so it's like things are like really on track now to like that's get, incredible you can't say no now Disney <laughs>
2: They want to You're I mean too deep yeah I it's it's incredible to think about that that he used all that time wisely it's random. It's like, you, you actually planned for this? thing. <laughs> Who <laughs> the fuck would have In about? this day
1: and age. God. Uh, so box office, obviously we don't have numbers yet because it's not actually out. So we're just kind of dealing with some predictions at this point. But um, with Avatar 1 currently being the number one highest grossing movie of all time with $2.923 billion. Um, that's it, a tall, tall task for it to uh, supplant that. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but... Predictions are looking pretty good right now, but predictions for a movie like this I think really don't mean too much because, like, there's a lot of X factors of, like, is this movie going to hit the way the 2009 one did? People are kind of not expecting that. But, again, never count out James Cameron here. But when it comes down to Avatar Way of Water, it shouldn't be overly surprising that the prediction numbers are sitting around $150 for the opening weekend, uh, which is, of course, double what the first one managed to bring in. Mm. So opening weekend of Avatar 1, $77 This would be bringing in, predicted, 150. But to put that in context of 2022 and where we're at with the IP machine of Hollywood, um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and Black Panther Wakanda Forever opened with 187 million and 181 million. So mm-hmm. those are higher even than the projected for this one. So we'll have to see next week. Well, he's also on. got the entire holiday season to go into, right? Everyone's it's going on break. we got a lot 3D. of families
2: together. You know, if families go like, hey, what are we going to see? Oh, what about that one with the water and the blue kittens? And you're like, yeah, let's yeah. go see that one. Let's That's go good." See them
1: kitties. Uh, and a lot of people were tweeting at me asking, like, what is the right way to watch this movie if it's possible for you? Um, and this is very complicated. There are more options for this movie than I think any movie in history. Um, but there is a short and sweet answer if you are in a major metropolitan city, and that is Dolby. Dolby is the preferred way. The way that we saw it is the way James Cameron intended. It's the way they showed it at the um, premieres. Um, And there's three factors that come into play here. The resolution, the frame rate, and is it 3D or not? Um, There's IMAX. And if you go to IMAX with dual lasers, which is the best IMAX possible, unfortunately, it can't do 4K, 3D, and high frame rate. So even if you're going to like the Metreon's IMAX, which is one of the nicest IMAXs in the world,
5: You're only getting a 2K image instead of 4K. So I'm so glad we didn't see there, if only for the seats.
6: Well, no, no, well,
5: the seats, yeah, but I would say the the (coughs) color improvements with Dolby. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, the contrast and all yeah. that. But yeah, like, that's the thing is
1: because every Dolby, if you're watching in an actual Dolby auditorium, that means you're getting a guaranteed 4K, 3D, and the variable frame rate. So, wait,
0: so Tim, I'm confused because you complained for about two hours yesterday that we had to watch it in <laughs> Dolby. And now you're saying that that. Well,
1: to be fair, way? I just complained because I, I was misinformed. I thought oh. that the way it was IMAX. And then I, I knew it
0: wasn't it. adding I was, up. I was like, so, wait a second. Well, because, like, the
1: thing was, like, the first movie, the preferred way was IMAX. And what you're missing out on Dolby is all the the added picture. So, like, I'm at, you, you have to make the concession. Are you going for your quality the- or are you getting way more of the image? So, gee, don't worry. We're going to go see it in IMAX. I know you're, <laughs> oh you you were worried as well. <laughs> <Here> we <go. laughs> I'd, I'd
2: actually like to go see it in IMAX again just to see the difference between the frame rates because he did a lot of different stuff with frame rates in this movie, which is crazy.
1: So the frame rate is still there, even in IMAX. It's the One difference is, is it a dual laser IMAX or a single laser IMAX? The one we have okay. is dual laser, which means it's 2K instead of 4K. But uh, if you get a single laser IMAX, you're getting 4K with high frame rate. The uh, only way to see the not frame high frame rate, right. rate is not a Dolby, not an IMAX, just like a normal theater, and you just locked it 24. Tim,
3: Tim, I think... I think the very important question is, is it coming 40X and how long till I can see it there?
1: Oh, it's coming hard in 40X, Kevin. Oh, you can see it this
3: Friday. 40X,
2: right. if 40x, you're going to be saturated by the time you get that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> going to be gonna a gonna lot of water. We're going to sit in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a kiddie pool. It's going to
1: be scene. fucking great. Uh, but anyways, that's, that's all the... Uh, um, the stats for you. All the details that you need to know. The DDs. Yeah. Andy Cortez, I want to start with you. We're going spoiler-free for this again. So what did you think of Avatar Way of Water? Let's start off giving you a review on the Kind of Funny scale. One to five. One being terrible. Two being bad. Three being okay. Four being great. And five being
5: amazing. I'd give this a four out of five great. Um, I This is a movie that I plan on seeing many more times in theaters. I was so excited to be able to, to text my dad who's like super into visuals just like i am and that he's kind of what got me into um graphics and we'd always watch like the making of aliens back in the day and all these sort of cool little featurettes um and so he was like oh man i i I really hope we get to see that and i immediately texted him like we have to watch this the most expensive way possible (laughs) because like it's the clearly the best way um i think this the story is fine the story goes some places uh with um, different plot lines where it sort of feels like they forget what the movie's about. And even I forgot what the movie was about in certain instances where you kind of uh, forget what the actual conflict is. They kind of go into different places. And I think a lot of it is just the length of the movie that adds to a bit of that. Um, I think the writing is kind of piss poor in a lot of areas. Uh, bad acting in some spots weird casting choices. Um I like how you're just talking about the exact same character. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I would say like a whole kind of group of people I think were just like added in there and they all felt really really bad to watch. Like I did, like I just didn't like watching them on screen. Um even a, a couple of main characters I wasn't huge fans of. Um that being said, I um I I think it like the final act of this movie is pitch perfect. Like music action visuals and there's no amount of hyping up the visuals that will actually prepare you for how good the movie looks this is um i'd read that interview with james cameron where he talked about how yeah you know ilm they're doing great stuff with marvel and thanos looks great but here what we're doing with weta workshop and our visuals like they blow that shit out, you know? And I was like, all right, chill out, James Cameron. Like, I know you're, you're you know, you got to promote your movie. You got to, like, talk your shit, and, you know? But, damn, he was right. I, I didn't expect it to look that good. Um, there were so many moments where I, they almost looked like um, prosthetics. Like, it just looked like people, right? And uh, I think some of the more startling moments were high frame rate moments where there are other humans involved. Those were the moments that looked the most like jarring to me. Cause I don't mind seeing CG characters in high frame rates. We watch we play video games all the time. We see like awesome cutscenes in 60 frames yeah. per second. It's so all that stuff I'm pretty used to and I loved it. I had no problem with all the frame rate changes, except for when there was a human in the <laughs> for whatever reason, a human being there that looked like the most jarring and that looked like the most um uh like stage play. Yeah. yeah, it looked very, very odd you in some moments. Do. But uh, for anybody who's worried about the changes in high frame rate, I had no issue with it. I loved any time they did it. Um, goddamn, this is like, this movie took this long for a reason. Like it, The product is there. You see why it's so expensive. It totally makes sense. Um, I, see I see you. Yeah. <laughs> Highly recommend it. I, I can't wait to watch it again. It's very, very long, but I'm very stoked to just experience that again. It is a... It is a, an amusement park theme ride at its finest.
1: Joey Noel, what would you give it on the kind of funny scale?
4: We were talking about this a little bit earlier. Spoilers. Uh, between G and I, because I didn't realize I need to give it a score. Um, but I would also give it a four out of five. I had a really good time. As you all know, I'm new to this Avatar franchise.
1: Welcome to Thank- Pandora.
4: <laughs> Thank you. Nice
1: to see you. <laughs> You've
2: been seen. <laughs>
4: um, I had a really good time. I think that my biggest issues of like not really caring about the characters in the first one i think they iterate on that a little bit i feel like i had more connection and uh more investment into some of these storylines i agree with andy a lot of the dialogue not super great
5: and not delivered great either
4: <laughs> no like there was multiple times in the movie where like i was laughing or kevin was laughing um about some of the, just the what they were saying and how they were saying it and it's like being delivered by like great actor so I don't know where the disconnect of all of this is um it looks insane like I don't even know how else to say it it's just like a beautiful movie and like the color palette is so great um it is just so punishingly long (laughs) like it is just so long and like I love Titanic I'm in for long movies but um this one feels a lot longer than that I don't know if it's because Titanic feels more I mean this also kind of feels like a few different movies all kind of pushed together, but um,
5: I would love to see a re-edit, a recut, like remove a lot of stuff that just we could get work. it to like
4: 2 thirty 245 that would be, this be perfect especially
5: yeah. since the middle of a lot of the middle of the movie feels like the best Dolby 3D demo that you could get if you go to Best Buy. They're like, sit down here, man. I'm going to show you. I'm going to take you for a fucking ride. Take this edible. I told Nick that I was like, I wish we were stoned. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I was like, you're not. <laughs> a lot of the middle of this movie, I feel like it, it's long and it it. I wouldn't say it drags because I'm still like just in, enthralled by what I'm seeing. But yeah, let's just let's make some little snip snaps here and there.
4: Yeah. But like even with that, like crazy long run, like it's still really fun, really enjoyable. I'm going to go see it again. I'm sure my parents are going to want to see it over Christmas and um simp, snap, simp, snap. <laughs> you have no idea the physical toll <laughs> um that's a different interview we'll show this
5: reference from me, Joe, I think. um
4: but yeah i had a really good time i they're still like i can't wait till we get into spoilers because there's like one character that i'm like kind of bewildered by performance wise um but we'll get to that later we're gonna talk about that
1: yeah for sure gia harris what would you give it on the kind of funny scale of one
0: to five? I'm going to give it a five. Ooh, But five doesn't mean perfect, right? What does no. five translate to? Five is to? amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I think it was masterpiece. No, amazing. Oh. Either way, I think I think it's deserving of both. I thought it was, I mean, look, I shared this last time. I stopped paying attention after 90 minutes.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I got very long. No, but I, so it was extremely long. There was definitely a middle section that you already have referenced that's like sort of strange. Strangely long, um, that definitely could have been edited. But I thought, I thought story wise was fine. Dialogue writing, a lot of trash, but just visually stunning. I hope it's not a spoiler to say that I cried twice. (laughs) Could be from sadness or happiness. Yeah, Um, yeah. I thought it was incredible and really engrossing, despite the runtime, and really delivered after having waited over a decade. So, yeah, I'm giving it a five.
2: Nicholas Scarpino. I'm going to balance that out with a big old three. I'm
0: going to be honest with
2: you. This movie did not do it for me. Visually stunning. Should you see this in in the best screen possible, absolutely do not miss this. This is one of the coolest experiences I've ever had uh, in a movie theater. But as far as a film is concerned, it's punishingly long, there's nothing really that I found unique in the plot. We're on a lot of well-worn territory here. Um, and it didn't surprise me like I had hoped it would. I hoped I would come out of there going, wow, he did something really, really unique with the story. And he just didn't. It was a nice continuation. Uh, and I think there was a lot of good. I mean, to counteract what you guys are saying, there's a, some interesting stuff, dialogue-wise and acting. There's also some phenomenal performances in this. Yeah, um, Unfortunately, I think it suffers from too many characters, too long, too much exposition on a lot of the world-building stuff. For me um that was cool and would have been cool it, it, in and of itself but it's just it's too much of a feast i left the table way too stuffed and about maybe two hours in i it's unfortunate to say but it's the same problem i had with the batman where i was like i'm really enjoying this and then two hours in i was like oh, oh shit we got a whole other hour and 15 minutes left of this which is my the, the worst possible thing i could say for an experience when you're sitting in the movie theater right if I could watch this at home, actually, I would say it would probably be worse. I think you got to see this in theaters. I think it's actually going to be a lot more boring when you watch it on TV if you're not watching it in 3D. But at least you'd have the luxury of being able to walk away and do what we did with Dune when I watched it the second time, where I'm like, "This is going to take us three days to watch." <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, but it's okay. I mean, that's fine, right? And that's obviously why people are, while well, well, a lot of these studios are encouraging creators to like get out there and just make these longer movies. But for me. Two hours, 230, two 245. That's where we're pushing it with a lot of these things, unless it's the most engrossing story I've ever seen in my entire right. life, or we've had 22 movies to work up to it. And I'm like, wow, this is the culmination of decades of my life, which this is not. I'm not a huge Avatar 1 fan uh going into this. He would have had to do a little bit more to surprise me. Having said all that, though, definitely go see this movie. Definitely go see it on the biggest screen possible and i hate to say this it kills my my soul andy but you got to see it in 3d you have to. you have to <laughs> cannot not see this movie in 3d from the get from the jump all of the water stuff that you're looking at is just it's just it's similar to top gun where you're like you just this is a different experience we've never seen before and you got to go do it
5: i told tim and g immediately that the amount of times a character broke the plane of water like cuz they're underwater and they come back up for to breathe they used that so many times, and I could have seen it for another hour. They knew what of they had. It, the money shot. I just cannot, uh, like, I you can't overhype what you're going to see if you watch this in 3D. You just can't. It looks, whatever you think it looks like, it looks better than that.
2: There was multiple moments where Annie was like, I just can't believe how good this is. I mean, the, like, the close-ups of the skin was what got me, where I was like, wow, that is
1: really, really, really good, good work. Tim, you know. what did you think? it's a fat five baby I absolutely (laughs) loved this movie so damn much I still think that the first one is better like personally I enjoy it a lot more um but I think that this movie it's a sheer accomplishment we always talk about movies feeling like a roller coaster right Uh, a a theme park attraction or whatever to me this movie is the entire theme park like it is a day at Disneyland where you're getting a little bit you're meeting some characters then you go over to this other land then you go to this other land has a completely different vibe you're getting the shocks you're getting the thrills this ride different than that ride all of that together is this experience that sure i don't love every ride at the park equally but i think overall the experience of the amusement park is what i think about it and i enjoy and i think that this movie completely nails all of that the spectacle is there everything you guys said about the 3d is just so spot on this is the best a movie has ever looked like just, I think hard stuff, not even close. Um, and having said that, like uh, you guys know me. I'm a fan of pushing the tech forward. I'm a fan of like uh, creators having a vision and sticking to it, even if it's not what we're used to. And it doesn't always pay off. Uh, the high frame rate stuff is really, really, really hit or miss in movies. Um, infamously, The Hobbit. I did not enjoy that at all. Did I not enjoy it because the frame rate or because the movie? I don't know, but I did not enjoy. We'll like it. We'll call him A and B. Me, yeah. me and Kev, Gemini Man. We're gonna be stands to that till the day we die. Super <laughs> okay movie. Super but, okay, but, but that that 120, such an experience. One twenty looked really good. And there was a commitment to the frame rate that just they they made sure that the movie was made for that, and it, it really worked. I'm a little bummed to say the high frame rate in this didn't work for me. I wish we could have seen it with a steady frame rate the entire time, whether it was all high or all... Well, because some of it was lower.
2: Some of it seemed like it was lower than 24, where it was like, when it started going slow motion, I was like, that looks really framey. And then, but I'm curious to see what that high frame rate, like if the 3D helped the effect... Or yeah. if when when you, when you watch it on TV and not 3D, if it's gonna look like Andy's talking about, which is like straight up video. Well, I doubt they'll do it. Um, you think they're just gonna I, they're gonna think, lock it at 24 when it
1: when it comes will. to like, I, Okay, I imagine um, because I don't know how these days they deliver. Oh yeah, how the, would the you 3D? deliver that? Right? But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Um, and Disney Plus sometimes has different options. Um, but Avatar One's still not in 4K, so who the fuck knows? But yeah. um, the the high frame rate stuff for me, like uh, more often than not, when it would transition, I found it off putting, and that sucks because I really wanted to love it. Um, but in any one moment i loved it i just feel like i didn't have enough time to kind of like get used to it before it would change to the other thing and then it was that jarring effect where i was like ah damn it but um the the rest of it to me i love that it's not uh, like it, it's It's a story that we've kind of seen before, elements of before, but, like, it's just done really well. Like, I feel like all the dialogue, the problems that I I agree with you on, I not just look past them. I feel like they're what makes this movie work because there's so much stuff. I disagree with you, Nick, about the exposition. I think this movie made the call to have less exposition and more just we're going to sit in this for a long time. And that's why I think the middle of the movie kind of feels weird because it does feel just like you're just walking around a part of Disneyland as opposed to, like, getting on a ride but it's still a lot of like it's interesting and they're kind of like teaching you a lot of stuff and allowing the characters to kind of show us instead of tell us what's going on but there is a couple bizarre choices where oftentimes i was like what's this main character up to we haven't seen them yeah <laughs> well yep. what's that character up to like a
4: whole hour they it, almost, into... <laughs> is, it almost felt
5: like james cameron's like these scenes look too
1: well,
4: good and not
2: having the movie but that's but that's the thing right this movie for james cameron i bet if you sat and asked him is not about the individual character right because who's the main character of this movie
1: I mean, it's I don't the, it's want to the f- say cuz yeah. Right.
2: yeah. It, 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 that's what I'm saying, right? It's like it's less about that and more about him really just being like, yo, I love ocean stuff. I want to show you all this cool stuff that you're not- I mean, he does. He, James Cameron's obsessed with it. He's mounted expeditions down to the Mariana Trench, he's the Titanic. Mm-hmm. I think he single-handedly lifted that Titanic, checked it out, was like, oh, put it back mm-hmm. down. Uh it's more about this this is much more about the experience. And James Cameron is a phenomenal storyteller, but I think this is just that's not what he was going for here, right? He wanted you to sit in those moments and be like, lost in the movie for a little bit and you feel that and you feel like i i think that's actually kind of a special thing like i i think it it does bog the movie down a little bit as far as like an overall storytelling movie but there's moments in this where i was just like like i'm i'm engrossed by what i'm watching and then you do come back to like oh yeah we gotta wrap this
1: plot up at some point i mean see my thing is like this is it's a blockbuster cinematic classic like i feel like they they just committed (laughs) so hard to all this where i love that the framing of this movie uh, again, this is this is the first of its kind where we are so used to reboots and like requels and everything in between, like remasters, whatever the hell you want to call it. And most of those are things like oh, Star Wars, which was the 70s and 80s, and then like we got the prequels in the 90s, and then oh, we got the the sequels in the uh, 2010s. This is the first time we're getting a like delayed sequel from a quote unquote modern movie, right? When we we've often talked on in review about like what a modern movie is. And we usually reference like 2007 and 8 as the beginning of, you know, we can watch Transformers 1 or Iron Man or Dark Knight and be like, yeah, those feel like modern movies. Like, not entirely, Mm -hmm. but like, I feel like they are the beginning of this modern era we're in. And for uh, Avatar to come out in 2009 to now get the sequel, it's like, this is the first time we have ever gotten something like this, especially on this scale. And I think that he did such a good job of treating the first. Let's just call it the first act of this movie, which is really like an hour, as kind of a rehash of Avatar 1 in a way to like get people familiar, but with some twists. Then we get that sit in the world, and then what Andy's talking about, the final act, which is just absolutely incredible. And it's like an hour and a half of just nonstop, <laughs> perfect insanity. Last thing I'll say about this before uh, we move on to the ads and the the plot is this movie reminded me a lot of Avatar 1 to Avatar 2. reminds me a lot of Star Wars A New Hope to uh force awakens where it's a lot of the things that we loved from the first one there's a lot of similarities it's a lot of the same territory we're just going over it again with a new coat of paint and some new stuff with a lot of changes and i think at the end of the day this movie does a better job than force awakens does and i'm a lot more hopeful for the future. And I was really hopeful at the end of Force Awakens that we were going to get something special. Uh, but this movie made Avatar a franchise, and I can't wait to watch more of these movies every two years. I hope they keep uh, the quality up. I hope they keep wowing us. The moment this movie ended, I would have watched it immediately again. Like, that's how wow. into it was. And I
0: said, no, we're going home. Runtime
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, run did not bother 10:30. me. 10.30.
0: And
1: I'm going to watch this many times at theaters. Can't wait to go with Cool Greg, who's not over there. I just no. pointed at nobody. <laughs> but anybody, anyways, we are going to cut to all the, uh, to the ads in a second. Patreon people, thank you for hanging out. Come back on Friday to watch the plot recap. We promise it's going to be good. Until next time, I'll you all chat. Goodbye. Shout out to Fixture Gaming for sponsoring this episode. The Fixture S2 is now available. It's a sturdy accessory mount that connects the Nintendo Switch OLED model to the Pro Controller. This mount was created specifically for the Nintendo Switch OLED model. We here it Kinda of Funny have been using the Fixture S1 for a very long time. It's been my go-to to play on the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. Both the S1 and S2 let you take your games anywhere while enjoying the Pro Controller's legendary precision and comfort. No longer will you suffer through Joy-Con Drift. The thoughtful design of the fixture s1 and s2 can be seen in the patented two access system with sturdy metal hinges both the s1 and s2 can be used in tabletop mode if you go to fixturegaming.com use code kind you'll get five percent off of your order fixture gaming is also running a holiday sale on amazon this week from december 12th to 16th get five dollars off the fixture s1 and fixture s2 five dollars off the carrying case bundles and ten dollars off the ultra bundles featuring the fixture s1 s2 the carrying case and fixtures gaming controller so check it out. Make sure you use promo code Funny. Shout out to MeUndies for sponsoring this episode. Who doesn't love getting new undies for the holidays? Nobody. That's who. MeUndies is your go-to spot for snugly, soft undies and more that all your loved ones will adore. Get merry and matching sets perfect for binge watching or holiday your way however you like with new limited edition prints. You can try MeUndies and get 20% off your first purchase plus free standard shipping and free returns when you go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. You know how much I love MeUndies. I literally don't leave my house unless at least my undies and socks have that super soft micromodal fabric that I talk so much about. You can spend less time gifting and more time living with the new MeUndies Holiday Collection. MeUndies has something for every name on your list. You can shop classic plaids for dads, holiday sweater prints for fun friends, and the softest loungewear ever all the cuddly ones in your life could need. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL, it's here for everyone. And you can get 20% off your first order, free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee by going to meundies.com slash kind of funny. That's MeUndies.com slash kind of funny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. We love Shopify here at kind of funny because we use it to run our very own kind slash store. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether your thing is vintage teas or recipes for ghee, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. Shopify has all the sales channels sorted. So your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. And thanks. thanks. Thanks to 24-7 support and free libraries full of educational content, Shopify's got you every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify, and you will too. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Go on, try Shopify for free, and start selling anywhere. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash KF games. Shout out to Policy Genius for sponsoring this episode. Life insurance is the type of thing you never hope you need, but the reality is mortgage payments, childcare, and other expenses don't disappear when you're gone. Policy Genius gives you a smarter way to find and buy the right coverage for you and your family. It was built to modernize the life insurance industry. The technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes and from top companies like AIG and Prudential in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $17 per month for $500,000 of coverage. And Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find options that offer coverage in as little as a week. That incentivized to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. There are no added fees, and your personal info is private. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find it and buy it. Head to PolicyGenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could. Safe. That's PolicyGenius.com. All right, Andy, hit me with the plot.
6: Use the plot. It's time for the plot. Nick, tell us the plot.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, keep going. I'll be real yeah, quiet going, with Avatar, the way
2: of water. Hey, let's ca- let's catch up with Jake Sully, man. What's that guy been up to? Oh, a lot of procreating. He's oh, been yeah. smashing. <laughs> oh he's been getting it. Dude. This dude's got like ninety kids. One of whom is uh, a little a little boy that looks like Tarzan that runs around in his loincloth the entire time. <laughs> name's he's, like, Spider. He's an adopted kid, and the other one is the Immaculate Conception, Jesus Christ herself, Dr. Grace's
5: daughter, or AY, more yeah. more likely. Uh, that hair penis has been working. Oh there man, were that thing so is so many uses
4: of the hair penis, and, and every, every time,
5: every time the hair penis happened, I'd hear Nick go, eh. <laughs> <laughs> What Andy didn't Maybe hear was when we, when we got to the water things. people and they got mad, they went, ah, and I kept doing that to Andy,
6: but he just refused to turn <laughs> I
5: around. I refused, I refused. Uh, uh,
6: a quick question about uh,
5: the hair the, penis,
3: no, no, the Immaculate <laughs> Conception Child. Uh, that was Sigourney Weaver's voice, like modulator, right? Yeah, that I think was, so. Yeah, was that freaking anyone else out? Yeah, hundred
2: percent.
4: Yeah, it, it was good.
2: weird. But I'm just happy that they got Sigourney Weaver back. I'm happy to always see her on screen. She could, they could voice modulate her. I don't care. It's great.
4: It didn't really look like her though.
2: It did. It,
5: it did. I think it did. It did? Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. And then there, there was a moment where she like spoke out of the side of her mouth and like kind of did a thing. I was like, oh man, that is so Sigourney. Yeah, I don't Classic. know what they Sigourney. did. I don't know if it's her
2: doing a different performance, but she did a phenomenal job in my opinion, separating those two characters. Because we see her later and and she's actually there and that's a a gripping scene where she's like my daughter and then it goes around. Anyway... We're, we're getting a lot we're just getting caught up man he's like i'm a we're not in the forest anymore now we're up in the sky and everything's good and you're like got a oh, job at cool. state farm yeah, yeah <laughs> uh we are introduced to his two sons uh younger and older and they're kind of knuckleheads um as two boys are he's running his family very like like a marine he's you know he's on me and they're like yes sir they call him sir and all that stuff uh and he's still happily married to Nateri, and they're they're just crushing life everything's great until the space people come the back, space which people. nobody ever saw or planned for. There's no possible way we could have just predicted that these humans were going to come back to this planet worth <laughs> two trillions of dollars. Yeah, and, and this stomp was, shit
5: out. And immediately, I I'm thinking, all right, well, we got three more movies of these. How many more Death Stars do we have to blow up? Yeah, like how how many more times?
1: This is what I was like alluding to uh, in the, the pre plot part where uh this whole beginning part really just felt like all right let's just do the plot of the first movie but from the perspective of the bad guys becoming them to refamiliarize everyone without doing the exact same movie and i feel like that is necessary for a sequel like this yeah. but that is where it just starts to feel like it's another death star like yeah. it is just the same thing
2: so i mean i think this movie is i think what kind of holds it back a little bit is that james cameron sort of had to he has to set up the next few movies, and I think this movie actually really does that. Oh, I
5: and thought you were gonna say the thing that held him back was the shaky cam coming back again. Love it, hate it. Love fucking hate it. the digital shaky cam zooms, dude. No. It's not found footage. This isn't an eyewitness Fuck. helicopter camera like. It's not Cloverfield. But, it's yeah, like, what like is this that isn't thing? a dude with a camcorder. I, I hate like the. Fit. It just reminds me of like a bygone era that is like still here. Uh, I it's, it's. I did not
2: notice any of that. In fact, one of the things I did walk away with, I think it was Russell Carpenter shot this, and I was just like, dude, fucking a. Like, you shot the hell out of this movie. Um, But we set up a lot. We we have to catch up. We have to set up. It's been years since the audience has seen this world. So Jake's like, yo, this is what's going on. We're fishing now. We're cool. Everything's great. Uh, But, you know, they come back. And they're led by none other than Mrs. Soprano. Edie Falco is in this movie. (laughs) So random. And, man, she is comically holding a cup of coffee every single time. Every single (laughs) time. Every single time. She's like, she's just.
5: That's her thing. Good. That's characterization. It
4: feels like. She feels so oddly out of place in this place. entire movie. It's like, and I love Edie Falco.
0: I oh no, I think she's, she's like awesome. the most underrated or underused actresses yeah. in general. Extremely underused in this movie. Yeah.
2: Well, but... you have to assume she's going to be the big baddie in the next okay, couple, good. right? Because we're really? we're establishing a lot here. I'm I'm skipping around a little bit, and you guys feel free to stop me if I miss some stuff. But um, they're they've well, we'll go. we'll 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 do the big elephant in the room, right? Mm-hmm. They've brought back Stephen Young's character. Yes, they did, Colonel. Quaritch is back and he's bigger and he's bluer and he's not the same guy. So oh, we're now
1: massive. We've now, but he is the same guy in all the ways that they need him to be. Right. <laughs> and I'm, my favorite plot point as featured in beer fest, 2005. Exactly.
2: Where it's like, <laughs> we it the
1: brother or whatever, or yeah, <laughs> where the guy dies and he drowns in the beer tank. And then his twin brother comes. He's like, don't worry, just call me his name and I'll act like I'm him the whole time. <laughs> so they just go on. with that movie.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Um, this part was was interesting to me because this is where I was like, oh, I get what we're doing here. This is like a soft reboot. We're basically just bringing back the big baddie from the last one because it's been too long. And Stephen and Stephen Lang, Lang, yeah, Lang. I said Young, not Lang. Lang is a phenomenal antagonist. He's great. The crew that he has is Perfectly great. Cartoonish. My 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 gripe with it though is that this is where I was like, oh, we're, we've been here before. And now I was like, I kind of saw the entire movie unfold. I was like, I really hope it's not about trying to mine the resources and all the stuff. I hope it's broader than that. And it is in some ways. And then it's much smaller in some ways. And we'll get to
1: that a little bit later. Do you think
5: that that one crony of his, like, up oakley for custom glasses custom size glasses but
1: again i love it like that was a design choice and they're like
5: these fucking generic ass bad guys are gonna wear oakley's yeah you're <laughs> gonna fucking deal no, with No, like it. we need the biggest size like for a, a head that's two feet tall <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i need gigantic oakley's <laughs>
2: um of course they've been brought back because they still got this problem right the united the, the 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 sky people the humans have this problem which is that uh the navi are still attacking uh their they're, re- they're still basically there and they want these resources so basically the leader of them uh the the Turak Thank Mato, you yeah. uh still around we got to kill this guy and his he goes his street name is Jake Sully Jake Sully still a mm-hmm. problem so hoorah, we're all going into that uh import- L- literal hoorah. Yeah, we get a, we get a, we lot, get a lot of, of hurras in this yeah. movie uh, small important note uh they now have the technology to take your brain and just put it in another body which i was like all right, James Cameron, you get one. You, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a pass on this one. <laughs> I
3: feel like that's not the one that needs the pass because, like, they do set that up with like the tree being able to do that, right? Like, that's what the tree does to uh, Sully's body in the first movie, and like, like they, merges them or whatever. Yeah, it like moves his. Yes,
2: but that's that is the magical resource and the reason why we care so much about Pandora. Remember, Grace has that moment where she's right. like, the re- the the real resource here isn't the unobtainium. it's this planet, it's this hive mind, it's this whole thing that they can do. We have to study this. You you presume that she logged some of that stuff. But they yeah, went back and studied and, it and figured it out. it out. But also, they got kicked off the planet before any of that stuff really got done. But this has been years. But, since, yeah, they've since had, we've had seen
3: the research. It. Like, how long has it been? It's been probably like fifteen years. Well, he's right? got
5: kids
2: that are like sixteen. So yeah, yeah. the teenage we, years. So and yeah. then we
5: get the soft reboot version of. How do I record this video log? And Giovanni Rubisi comes up and he's like, Oh, you. Yeah. So, I this thing it. is a data pad. And you got to fuck it. Here's an exposition for the people who don't understand what's why. Wa- maybe it. didn't watch part so one. Much. What a waste to not have him in the movie, bro. I know. I know. Like, yeah. every other villain fucking sucks, man. Fired, though, you know? But we did get a great, we did get that great line where he's like, If you're watching this,
2: I failed. But Marines never really fail, right? You can kill us, but we'll regroup in hell. Hell and yeah! Like, and the guy dude. goes, "Hoorah!"
1: And I was like, "God damn God it!" Right, damn. Let's it. Go. Uh, egg. A fun little thing I have uh, about what we're talking about here is uh, the recumbent embryo, which is like uh, what they talked about of like how they do the cloning stuff is grown in vitro during the flight to Pandora, which takes three years ship time, five years Earth time. It's a relativity thing. And I was like, that's a really cool way to say that. That's cool. <laughs>
2: um, we we skip around a little bit here, too. And again, world building for the next couple of movies. They've just rebuilt this city un, uh, uh, unobscured. Uh, no problem from the Na'vi. The Na'vi have just been like, yeah, go ahead and build this massive city with all these cool 3D printers. A lot of really – I would love to go back and watch just this scene because there's so much cool tech in this. And oh and again, okay. shout out to the production design of all the mm. ships, the little crab things. All that yeah. stuff is so Pitch perfect, yeah, across the board. Uh, but Edie Falco is like, listen, during this cup of coffee, <laughs> we built fucking five towers, man. We can build stuff now that you've never even seen before with all this technology. It's super fast. We build this whole city in like six months. We're ready to rock and roll. But Jake Sully and his kids and his tribe have attacked this uh, this train, this mag train, and they've blown it up and they've taken all the guns. And we gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta take care of this problem. During that scene, of course, uh, we said that the younger brother and the older brother are kind of a little irresponsible. Um, and Jake pulls him aside afterward and he's like, Hey, you could have gotten yourself killed. At no point does he say, Hey, you actually got other people killed because a lot of his tribe died because those guys were supposed to be the lookouts. Teachable moment there that I feel like he, he passed (laughs) over on like, Hey, your buddy, he's dead. These guys are dead. Remember, he turns the body over. He's like, oh, thank God that's not my son. And then runs over (laughs) to the other
1: one. Very weird. Very weird. I fucking love these kids. And I'm shocked that I'm saying that. Because, again, for a movie like Avatar, where we're like, all right, the characters, like, are they that memorable? Whatever. It's more the world and the vibe of it all. This movie, I really feel like James Cameron was like, let's try to make these characters more memorable. Let's try to make the whole family dynamic work. And I'm surprised at how much it worked for me. Because, like, the moment we get introduced to fucking fifteen kids, I'm like, this is a conjuring situation. There's way too many damn kids in this situation. Uh, but I, I ended up loving all the kids for different reasons. But specifically, the the two boys I thought were great. The um, little baby daughter, adorable. The, so, uh, so cute. Uh, but I thought they did a good job of like making us care about all of them and get invested in their relationships and putting them all in danger in different ways. Where I was like, I actually care about if they die or not, which like I'm surprised by from. Avatar, especially this one. Um, but a fun thing, the little kid, um, who gets a lot of screen time in this movie, the actor is the same actor from Uncharted 4 who played young Nathan Drake. And so he's really oh. used to the motion capture and all that cool stuff, some of video game stuff. Oh,
4: yeah. yeah. Um, I think I also want to second that I think that, the I think the kids were, like, some of the strongest performances, some of the I better agree. writing, and I think maybe we need to, maybe we put some more focus on the adults Yeah, wh- <laughs> I mean, what what is it about their
5: performances and their writing that, like, worked but all the other villains that get added later just like just did not like it it just felt like different writing teams i I don't know but the i'd say my only problem with it is uh spoilers for later on in the movie this is a spoiler filled part of the podcast anyway (laughs) um i i i think we get enough of well you're the perfect son he's but like i don't feel like we got enough of like, the movie is so long, I don't think we got enough of dad and oldest son really bonding in a way that kind of makes me, like, I'm still sad at the end of it because I think the performance is on the tears and the emotion there, but I, I don't think we got enough of, like, dad and oldest and el- oldest son kind of having this really, really strong bond because he's the, the I, I would say, quote-unquote, better of the brothers or whatever because the younger one always feels like he's, disappointment he's always the one Good black fucking up. Yeah. yeah and when we get that death near the end i'm like you know you're the emotions and the performances are really doing it for me right now but i wish we had more older son and father moments of like sort of teachable stuff like you were mentioning earlier because we get the sullies always stick together sort of uh, uh catchphrases but I don't feel like we're shown it enough, with especially with how long the movie is. Like there was a lot more opportunity to have that. I think,
2: and I agree, and I think that the, it's just too many kids, in my opinion. Like I think it should have been three. It should have been Grace, who's the sur- like the, the their adopted sort of surrogate child, the older brother, and one other for that dynamic. But there's five kids, right? Am I crazy yeah. in that, including Keeping Spider? Tighter. Yeah. So that's a lot of <laughs> characters. And James Cameron's a master. He did the best job probably possible with it. And you do feel by the end of the movie that you know them, but. If there had been three, you would have known them much more and we could have shaved off 20 minutes of of development time with them, which I think honestly would have ma- would have been more impactful toward the end. Because you're right, by the time we get to the older brother dying, I was like, oh, right, he's in this. I forgot we he's get in
4: like this. He gets the least amount of screen time for yeah. any of the five siblings.
2: And so that didn't hit as much for me as if the younger brother had died or if it, – it, it should have just been the dad and his eldest son and that should have been the dynamic in my opinion because I think that – that would have hit struck much more of a chord than hey you got to protect your younger brother and your bro- he kind of messes up sometimes you kind of mess up sometimes and then we also have grace who's got some issues spy- and <laughs> this kid spiders like he's going to get trampled on <laughs> there's so many big things around him <laughs> yeah um, it,
5: i think if younger brother had been the one to die instead i think that would have made a lot more sense story-wise because we have so many of those moments between him and his dad where his dad's getting after him and he's like well i'm not the favorite you know i'm a disappointment so you don't give a shit about me like i feel like there was a lot more back and forth there to sort of warrant um something tragic happening to the to the youngest brother and i just wish we saw it a bit more Um, i I feel like he had more screen time with his dad
2: Uh, i mean having said that the kids did great performances uh, including Scorny Weaver, who played her younger self, which I thought was great, and the little girl was adorable. Uh, we get a little exposition here where Grace is like, "Man, I wish I knew who my dad was." And Spider's like, "Oh, I know my dad. He's an asshole." And you're like,
5: oh, oh, "Colonel was out there shit. smashing
2: too." I guess that's all there is to do on Pandora when you're uh when you're on your
5: your break or on holiday. Uh, anyway, a lot, uh, a lot of bad acting from Spider too. I think like I did. I, I like how he was. Of, I mean, I like how performing. This kid's
2: like 15 like years it. old and he's
5: like, everything's blue it. screen around <laughs> He has to do that a bunch of times. Andy, hiss for me right now. No, it's not the hissing. It's just like some of the line deliveries that I I, I felt were just kind of like out of place. Especially Andy hiss when for we. Him. What's up? His for him. Hiss
2: for me. He said, his for me.
5: <laughs> no, that was sad. right in the beginning. Like, it's just like, look, you can't choose your dad. I can't choose mine either. I'm no, like,
2: he gets me like, sometimes it's not great. So he's like, It's not always so great to know who your dad is. Nobody would say that. It just happens so fast, yeah. There's also another line. You have
5: to do that. You have to introduce this sort of element. But it's just kind of, I don't know, felt very force-fed to us.
2: There's another line here, too, where Jake was talking about. He's like... He's telling the audience, for those people who haven't sat through the two hours and forty-two minutes of the original Avatar, he's like, "We kicked off the Sky People, but we left two people—you know, real sciency type people." I'm like, "You mean scientists? <laughs> you could have just said they were scientists. You don't have to say sciency type people. I'm like, no, they have like advanced degrees. They're, we can call them scientists." We're mar- anyway.
5: we're Marines. We don't give a shit. We don't about give a shit. <laughs> uh, solid <laughs> with that. Anyway, uh, we go
2: into the scene, right, where Quaritch is like, "We got to go native. We got to go. We got to get out there and uh, and see because uh, every other troop that has tried to go to these." to the, the forest areas has been attacked by all the wildlife. He goes, but you guys are Navi now. You're by blood, so maybe they'll smell you and like, go away. And sure enough, that does work. Uh, important to note, super cool that they're all like kitted out. thought all that was badass. So, all the guns, oddly remnant. A lot of this stuff's oddly remnant of the aliens world, which to me, as a young fan who used to make Uh, the pulse rifle out of my dad's PVC pipe until he finally complained because it was like hundreds of dollars of duct tape and PCB pipe. (laughs) This is all awesome. Like Horace's rifle itself kind of has that same shape and I'm like, dude, James Cameron,
1: I see you. I see you, James 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 Cameron. Cameron. (laughs) He loves movies and there's just so many references. I mean, did you expect anybody here to get not one, but two Free Willy references. And not just, oh, we're going to have the whale jump over the Uh-oh. thing. Later, they weaponize it. Where they have the whale jump <laughs> over the thing with the harpoon and wrap around. I'm like, this is the most hype yeah, fucking that shit, was shit awesome. possible, man. Well,
4: and then we get this the callback to Titanic where they're taking their last breath as everything is oh, happening. It's like, well. that, I mean,
2: dude. I mean, we'll by the way, this is there. the third movie that James Cameron's done that in. And every single time it's good. If you haven't seen The Abyss, fuck, you should watch The Abyss. Uh, so I digress. Uh, uh they, the uh, Quaritch and his team attack the kids who are out there where they're not supposed to be. Take them hostage. Um, those. great scene. All of the chore- choreography here was fantastic. Uh, he's got, he finds his own corpse and crushes the Effing. skull, which is such a great bit of visual storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really, really is, right? Where he's yeah. like, this is not me. And you see that. And that's a great, that is, I think an important character moment for him, right? Where he's like, I'm not this person. And so he actually ends up making choices that Korish wouldn't have made. Right. At the end, he actually saves his son. All these things are great. That's all set up right here. Again, you're dealing with the master storyteller and that's fantastic here. Um, cool to see the the old habitat and the, the mech, the uh, suit and all that stuff. And he's just like looking and his smashes It was the other guy. Important to note. The other guy grabs the dog tags and stuffs them in his pocket because he has such reverence for the colonel and what he and his sacrifice. Pretty cool. Uh, and then, of course, the colonel's like, he sees the arrow tip, and he's like, okay, so I got, got a her. bone to pick with her. Okay. I got, right, this is a rivalry. And then Nateri at the end is just like, that just gets fucking nasty on these guys. So that whole thing ends up uh, in, uh, unfolding. Um, Jake realizes they, they unfortunately lose Spider. Spider gets taken back to the base. Um, he gets tortured a little bit. We'll get into that in a second. But in the meantime, Jake Sully's like, we gotta go on the lamb. which everyone in the audience is like, I don't think that's going to work, bro.
1: <laughs> like yeah, Mokto, dude. Like I dude. don't know.
2: Like this is the this is like I guess story-wise this is the the kind of most disappointing thing, right? Is we're just getting sort of a recap. This movie's in a lot of ways after 1, right? They're like these people are here, they're looking for resources, they have to fight the natives. Uh it's just a different set of natives, and unfortunately at the end you're like, "Cool, it's done, but it's they're going to come back." There's no there's there's no finality to this, and of course his final words were like, oh, "Yeah, we got to fight." I'm like, "Yeah, you got to fight, dude. What are you gonna do? You gotta
1: go over there. They got they got airplanes. They could go to those islands in like 20 minutes and go find you guys." I think the beginning parts of this movie, more of the bad guys coming in and tra- like getting the the banshees and stuff, like that to me feels more like the rehash. Whereas them going to the the um, water world, whatever it is, like I thought that was that was fresh and the, that's like, the, where it starts uh, to get fresh. The yeah. family running and, and like deciding at the end of this movie, they're not running anymore. I'm like, that I think is good storytelling and very very different than the. First movie and the plot of it.
2: Like, yeah, but I mean, uh, one, what's he gonna do now? He's gonna and now he's gonna get all the clans together. He's gonna go fight the Sky People again,
1: which is the exactly how Avatar One ended. And so, but that, now we know the different clans more. I think that's the thing is like this. This I think <laughs> did such a great job of expanding it, where it's like we now firmly understand what the forest looks like, what the uh, water area looks like, and like we know. I imagine that the other movies are going to get into some more of that. So it's not just a couple, like a handful of characters we kind of care about. It'll be hopefully like a portal type situation, obviously very different than that. But like, Mm -hmm. I, I can hope that by the time we get to avatar five, we do feel connected to the universe way more than we do currently. Sure. Uh, so he's like, we gotta go
3: real quick. One thing I want to bring up when, uh, later when they, they, the helicopter comes over to help the, the one sister that had a stroke, uh, and they find, they're like, okay, they're clearly somewhere in these islands. The thing that they start doing is raiding all of the little villages, right? Yeah. So, isn't it safe to assume that once they left, they did that exact same thing to the like forest people?
2: Well, like, that was that was interesting you know I mean? because so I, they, I I I, th- I had the same question, Kev. Yeah. I was like, where was the scene where they go to the the sky thing and like raid that village?
3: Yeah, because like, why wouldn't they have done? Well, that I'll tell you why
2: they didn't do it because uh-huh. if they'd have shown that. Everyone in the audience would be like, well, that's a really shitty thing, Jake Sully. So you just left your tribe and they just got, like, well, murdered. Yeah. That's really bad. But that's- so they just omitted that scene from the movie in the, it, for the sake of yeah. the plot, which I is kind of disappointing. That's weird, yeah. What,
3: what's also interesting is the raids must have stopped because otherwise they would have continued and, like, killed those Navi because they would have had spiders' insider information on how to go in there. But we see that the team doesn't do that, right? Instead, they're focusing on, like, Getting the like dragons to fly them around and stuff.
2: Yeah, they, which is interesting yeah. and cool, and obviously yeah. set up for later when spoilers yeah. Quirch is going to become one of them and probably change sides. But um not in this movie. But th- my guess would be that's like uh, in Avatar four, and he dies.
5: Um, I-, I think a lot of those sequences could have been skipped. Like, I I wouldn't mind if in part three, after being saved by his son, then maybe it's like our. Uh, maybe that's when he gets his dragon training or whatever. And maybe throughout this whole movie, he's attacking on a little vehicle like all of them have. Like, right. I, I, and not only for, not only to kind of like have that late, happen later in the story, but I also just think a lot of those moments kind of slowed down the movie, even though we need to see what they're doing, because there's a gigantic, after like 45 minutes, you're like, what the fuck's Korch up to? We haven't <laughs> seen that dude in a while, you know?
2: Um, I think we might have missed a line in there someplace why they explain why they never went to the the forest people, but the chat will let us know uh, or not chat. Uh, comments will let us know. I'm sure. Uh, anyway, we go, we move along and they're like, we got to go, man, we got to go. And so they're like, where are we going to go? Well, we're going to go out to the, the, the island people, the, 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 the sea Navi and they're all cool. And they got big tails uh, and they Sorry, got what, what big other, arms. One form. other question.
3: One other question here.
2: We'll take, we'll, we'll be folding questions right now. Yes. Go uh, on.
3: So the only reason these Marines were brought back to life was to kill Sully. Like
1: I'm gonna be honest, like that—that that seems really weak to me. <laughs> it was about an hour and a half into this movie that I was like, I really got a question. Like, why this is happening? Because is yeah. it really just they're trying to murder Jake Sully, and that, yeah. that—that is their I purpose? I get well,
3: why that they would want to do yeah. that, and I also get why the that corporation—I'm assuming it's a corporation. Uh, it might be a government thing, but like, why they were like, oh, we need to have Navi soldiers that already know. Like the terrain and, and everything, so like it makes sense to bring back or use. Those they're bigger, apatons.
5: stronger, and faster, but and like they right. can breathe in the train And, and th- they and well, that's adaptable. the big
3: thing. They can yeah. breathe. They can sneak around and not because I think the ships maybe are the reason why the the birds attack you. Like the,
5: yeah, if you're not native or whatever, I think well, it I, sort I think of it's feels like that. An,
3: I think it might be like electric. Like
2: well, no, no, up. they had that moment where the where the the hyenas looked at him or like cool,
1: you're cool. Yeah,
3: left. that was kind of bullshit because I think in the because they attacked one, Jake have, Sully. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but it was like, I think it was because Jake Sully was like, "Oh no!" Jake Sully has, was an avatar work. though; these weren't avatars.
3: Oh, that's interesting.
2: Yeah, they're they're natural mm-hmm. born or biologically born.
3: So um, do they have three fingers. Also, can Navi make a fist?
1: These are the real questions. These are the real questions. Because <laughs>
3: right, you remember the scene where he's like, hey, let me introduce you to something this fourth finger lets me do. And he makes a fist and punches him.
1: i can make a fist with these. Gee, let me no, punch I you think
2: with you this No, I'm joking. We'll continue on here, of course. Uh, we go back over to the base, and they're like, hey, Spider, we're going to torture you with this weird machine
1: uh, until your nose bleeds. And this the be- Cortez, what's the thoughts on the torture look?
5: Because I saw it, so I was like, Eddie's either going to fucking love this or hate it. N- I, you know what? Pretty indifferent on it. <laughs> really? <laughs> Pretty indifferent. Um, I, I didn't really understand what it was that was happening. It was just like this torturous green light that I'm assuming, whatever the science is in that world, they know that like this is the thing that kind of causes the most strain or the most. Well, they had the thing that was on his face that was trying to pull images of out of his brain. So
2: you imagine that was like, that was, har- that was wow. hardcore. Probably painful. Yeah, it was just odd. I didn't really understand. It was how... like a, I think it was a brain scanner. Like I think it was like a big MRI because you had his <laughs> brain
5: there, and they were like trying to extract some image of where Jake Sully's. People oh, really? Because I, yeah. for me, I thought it was the spinning green module is meant to fuck your give you a seizure shit up, like yeah. to like it, it's like their form of waterboarding or whatever. Like this is like torturous. To experience, you know? Oh, I but, mean, I
2: definitely don't think it was pleasant. But there was some other aspects of it that I think they were trying to utilize. So, like Because there was a scientist in the back room that were, like, looking at different part parts and trying to figure yeah, out, like, I guess you're right. what's going on. But then, of course, the more important thing is that Quaritch is, like, he stops it. He hits the, he hits the abort button. Because he, even though this, he said, you're not my kid... He's starting to feel some sort of fatherly love for this this child. Let this me try child. the personal
5: angle. She's like, "You he ain't your daddy."
2: Yeah, and so it's he's like, father. "Yo, you know," and then he goes into the the thing with him, and I love it. He's got to duck down as he goes into the little holding cell, and the kid goes nuts and he, like just holds him down because he's like, Dude, "You weigh like five pounds First compared crack- to me." And
5: again, all these all yeah. of these sequences, it's been so long since you've seen good CGI because, uh, like we mentioned last week, like we've been watching a lot of Marvel movies where the CG has just been rushed like crazy Mm -hmm. because they got to get these movies out and COVID work conditions weren't great. So like these poor art departments and art houses that are getting contracted out to do a lot of the CG for these Marvel movies, they're rarely putting out their best work because they don't have a lot of time and uh, the budgets aren't great. And so like you kind of forget what it's like to see like this whole sequence. I'm like, I'm just looking for the hand to look weird on, on his body, on, on Spider's, like, yeah. human body. Like, where is where are we going to see a disconnect here? Where are we going to see, like, oh, this is obvious, green screen or whatever. And, like, God damn, this movie is just so impressive on every front. Do you think they just, the, the Academy has already just pox, boxed up the Oscars?
2: Yeah. the send to, I mean, got it They're going to die. I would be so mad. Be like, we've yeah, got to go against no, Avatar. Have to. Yeah. Ugh, we're going to get slaughtered. yeah uh, Anyway, he's like, listen, kid, one or two ways. You can either come hang out with me a little bit, and we'll go for a little ride, or you guys stick you back in the green machine. And the kid's like, well, that sucked, so I'll yeah. come with you. Uh, get on the helicopter to go to go do some cool shit, and Corch has that one awesome moment where he's just like taps on the glass of the helicopter <laughs> and is hanging off the side as it, as it pulls up. And Spider's like, it's actually just kind of cool, right? Yeah. He's a kid. And that's what I like about this. I mean, say what you will about the the, the writing for this kid, but I think he does a good job of being conflicted about this because he is with humans, sort of. He's kind of with his dad. He's never really known. All this stuff's cool. And if you were a kid, you'd be like, I'm pretty cool. And so he doesn't really know what he's getting himself into, unfortunately. He will
5: figure that out later. Meanwhile. Yeah, I I didn't mean to be, like, too mean on him. No, 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 I feel like there were some moments where I just didn't love his lines. here, but like, I think throughout the movie, whenever he's playing angry, conflicted kid, I think he's great. I think he does a great job. There was just some moments where it's, you know, little lines here and there, like, Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's the writing. Yeah. <laughs> More so than anything else. Um
2: the meanwhile, the Sully's just going through sleet and snow, just like the the United States Postal Service. Mm-hmm. Just to get out to this cool island exactly like that. That, that, <laughs> that 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 takes courage about 15 minutes to get out to. But they're riding their dragons out there All these for five days straight. Amazing. Yeah, they land. Terrible. And they meet with the leader of this cool tribe, whose name I forgot the
5: but his, but the actor's Even, name but before they leave though, when they're like back in their home base in their little home, and they're kind of debating on whether to leave or not, there's just like a floating rock in their little like chill spot, and I was like man that that looks so good <laughs> like all <laughs> of this looks amazing and a- any time that they were in these sort of uh softer moments where. They use like real like good mood lighting and Mm -hmm. maybe it isn't outside or anything super drastic with action. Like there's nothing crazy happening when it's just two Navi talking to each other in a sort of dimly lit area with like a nice kind of rim light. Dude. It's the most impressive shit I've ever seen. And and
1: I love that James Cameron's like, all right, fuck it. Here, the eclipse works a little different. How does it work? It just makes everything look dope
5: as shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Constantly. And Andy turned to me and he was like, hey, did I miss the significance of the eclipse? Like, what happens? And I was like, oh, it's pitch black now. It just makes the animals come out and start killing everyone. (laughs)
4: Um, Can we talk about Zoe Saldana for a second? Absolutely. can. I... I don't know if I, I haven't talked to any of you guys about this. You I her? thought she was terrible. Oh, really? I really? Because I, I feel like they didn't give her really any like, in except for the last like kind of part where she goes, she gets really cool. All she does in this movie is cry, and I feel like they don't really give her like anything to well, do other than cry.
5: The John Boyega sort of like just yelling and crying and stuff. Yeah. But I did like all of the moments where she is. Like I I think some of my favorite moments in the movie are her being the protective mother and wife and like, don't stand down to these fucking guys, Jake's like, and and he's like, no, come on. We we're in their place. We can't like be this way. I love those moments where it's just husband and wife and husband and wife kind of dealing, having to deal with each other. I loved every single one of those moments. I just wish that they doubled down on, on the humor a bit more. Cause there were some moments in this movie that you're supposed to maybe laugh at. And I was like, Oh, that didn't really hit for me. But I, I thought she was great. I do th- I do see what you're saying, though, but I I think it may be exacerbated a bit because we just saw her crying over her homeland in part one last week, <laughs> yeah, and then we're seeing that a lot here again, yeah. Well,
2: also, let's be honest, like, Jake Sully and, and Natiri, like, they're not the main characters. It's the kids yeah. that we're really focusing on. I think a lot of the focus of that and a lot of the emotional journey we're on is with them, and so she's just sort of reacting to that, unfortunately. And, like, to, to be honest, the Jake Sully character, for me, is not... It's kind of one dimensional as well. Yeah. So I think I was way more interested in the dynamic of the brothers, obviously, because I have an older brother who we all know. Uh, and then the Grace character I thought was the most fascinating aspect of this whole thing, which oh, yeah. of course Avatar 3 is going to be probably all about that and like them figuring out that she can control the world and be like, we got to grab her next or whatever, take her to the blue machine, pull some images out of that, or green machine rather. And um, the way
5: of the Fire Nation attacks. It <laughs> changed how? that. And different. then they're like, we got to go hang
2: out with the horse people now. And it's like, hi, I'm a horse guy. <laughs> About I love the all
5: the animals man all the pokemonization
1: yeah, of it all it's like this is so let's so like, so every movie just introduce a new thing for us to like put my little hair penis in you know yeah oh, you got to ah. you got to just connect right yeah. um, and when you just see those animals like ooh
2: fuck <laughs> That's a thick hair penis <laughs> 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 they always they do have sort of like a, uh, it's, a it's a painful uh, reaction let's yes. not talk about it let's <laughs>
0: <laughs> just <past laughs> it their until go they go tell they always that perfect blend of pain and pleasure
4: Oh, I hate Anyhow, they
2: head out to the sea people, and they meet with the king, who's played by Cliff Curtis. And if you don't know Cliff Curtis, he's an awesome actor. He was in Fear of the Walking Dead, and then the first time I saw him, he was the head of the gang in Training Day. And Wait. He was fucking
1: terrifying. Is he the cool dude in Fear the Walking Dead? Like, from season one, at least? I think so. What, what did he say his name was? Cliff. Curtis. Cl- Cliff Curtis. Cliff Curtis. You'll know him when you see him. He's been in a ton of stuff. No, nah, no, not who I'm thinking about. Oh, yeah. oh, he's the main character, the oh, main shit. dad. He for, was the main guy in season one. one. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, his wife, I oh, believe, I like is him. Yeah, he's awesome. There was See, something was about Die the, the, movie, the, the wife that I I just I really wanted to paint her like one of my French. You got to paint her like a French girl. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I'll tell you right now,
2: paint her like a French girl. Yeah. It's Kate, Kate would we'll do it. Well,
1: we'll I love Kate motherfucking Winslet, which I didn't know until we saw the credits, and I was like, "Who's Kate Winslet?" And then I was like, we were looking it up, and I was like, "Oh my god, it was yeah. like the pregnant mom." Yeah. Like, that's
5: wild. Yeah, yeah. The whole time I I knew that obviously she played the main role because there was a maybe a morning show we did where we talked about sort of like little news coming out of the making of avatar in 2015 and, yeah <laughs> or maybe it was like i don't know a stream or something like that but we had read that she was able to hold her breath for over five minutes yeah
0: wait kate winslet it's kate cool
5: yeah. in these like because they were filming underwater and like she was the one who was able to hold her breath for over five minutes and uh, that like it made the news, and for a reason, because that's incredible. That's that's like some Navy SEAL shit, right? Yeah. Do
4: you think James Cameron was like training her during Titanic? Of like, listen, in like twenty years, we're gonna make another movie, and you just really need don't to like hone it, this yeah. skill. No, he really
3: I, likes to let his actors drown a little. Yeah, <laughs> it was a brutal shoot, Titanic. I'm
2: sure Kate it was like, "I'll work oh, no, with I was you." Joking in about the abyss. Two decades. Oh yeah, well, and that was nearly that was killing What's his well. face? Uh, fun fact: I don't know if you guys—you didn't bring it up though—the voice of the whale. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. Oh. No, so i kidding.
4: Gia thought it was real. What? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. they got him back for the... Billy Zane's in there. Yeah. I have a child. Uh, anyway. Uh, Can they you go- imagine
4: if he would have been the one that was Spider's dad? <laughs>
2: <laughs> they go out to the sea, people, and they're like, we need we need refuge. We're, we're, we're asking for that. And he's like, all right, man, but you guys are going to bring this war to us. And they're like, nah. <laughs> no way. And he's like, oh, I think you will. In about 45 minutes, you're going to bring that war to our doorstep. But the bigger concern of course is that they're not sea people, they're forest people. And they don't know shit about the sea. They can't swim. They don't have the cool dolphin or the cool flipper tails. They don't have the webbed hands. They're just totally going to be they they have to figure this out to which Jake's always like, "Listen, we're going to have to work hard. You guys are going to have to figure this out. We'll keep up. Don't worry." And we get the training montage of all the kids oh, yeah. not being able to hold their breath except Grace who's just always in touch with everything around her and we learn subtly and slowly that she actually can sort of Convene with all of these things in a very, very different way than any of the other Navi, which I think is, in my opinion, the coolest part of this whole movie. That thread for me was, I was absolutely fascinated by that, not the least of which, because Sigourney Weaver's a fucking rat. Um, of course, the other kids having some difficulty figuring each other out. They get in fights all the time, to which Jake's always like, dude, they're going to kick us out. We have nowhere else to go. We got to live with those fucking horse people. And I don't want to live with those people. Yeah. They <laughs> suck. The mountain people suck. Um,
6: Aren't they? So you got to make nice.
2: What's that? Aren't they the they're mountain people? people. Oh, they're horse people. people. Mm-hmm. Well, they're also floating mountain people. I'm making shit up, Joey. I don't know
6: how, <laughs> I don't know how many other tribes there are. Okay? I
2: assume there's mountain people. I assume there's some skiers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that are like, they're the are super long, like <laughs> people in slopes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, of course, uh, the family's all trying to figure this out. They eventually fall
5: in love with the ocean, as do we, because we're seeing all <laughs> just, this incredible imagery. I just they're like, Navi with giant, like, ski-like feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, really inconvenient to walk around.
1: It's Like, <laughs> summertime just sucks for that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think this is, like, an incredibly special sequence that we sit in for a long time, like we've talked about, where uh, in the last couple of years, we've seen underwater used a fair amount of times in movies, like, most recently with Wakanda Forever. We saw Aquaman a couple of years ago very different takes on what underwater kingdoms can look like and just underwater in general i really appreciated this movie's use of like andy was saying earlier it's not underwater atlantis type stuff it's more just like just a little bit underwater and then like above the water as well and like playing with that and the the banshee designs or whatever they're called in this uh the, the whatever the variants of them here um where they like use their tails in the water it's like Just such cool choices that, like, just make it all feel a lot more real. And uh, something I was talking about with G on the drive home is, like, this movie to me is one of those ones where I... The moment you try to outthink the movie, like, you're going to lose and you're not going to enjoy it. You kind of just need to, like, just... Just understand that yeah. a lot of the stuff is one dimensional, but those one dimensions add up to emotion and add up to it, kind of all working. And I think that these bits here of the kids learning the water, instead of it being Jake necessarily, but also dealing with each other, dealing with the other kids, like all of it, it feels very authentic and to me feels like really good storytelling. Really basic, really simple, but really effective storytelling.
5: uh The parts of- where they're walking around in their canopies when they just arrived there and they're oh. kind of yeah, the kids are like yeah the. It, it, it's kind of like a bouncing almost like hammock type material mm-hmm. and then the little banshees are kind of like popping out of the water like mark that as like number 2 out of 45 where I'm going like god damn dude this is unbelievably good looking
2: Uh of course this all leads to a point where Grace is looking at some 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 sand and they're like, wow, this, girl's this girl's weird. Fucking weird. <laughs> so they, so they write like Harry Potter, Luna Lovegood vibe. <laughs> yeah, uh, not rightfully, but they they pick on her, unfortunately. And uh, the older brothers step up and just start knocking people around, and they get into a fight to his Jake's all he's like look dude we talked about this you got to go make good with this guy kid and he's like he's an asshole he's like I don't care we're in their house this is the last place we can go go make good and of course what do the kids do they're like oh yeah no problem come hang out with us outside listen
5: <coughs> listen kids we get the hair we awesome get the finding me yeah. moment yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean listen kids
2: if if you got a group of friends that you want to get in with right huh? and they want you to go outside of the reef do right. it Okay, be cool. <laughs> okay. Do no the drugs. So exactly. Say
5: yes <laughs> so to adventure. Exactly. You know? Buy the ticket, take the ride. I, I did I did really enjoy seeing the kind of um relationship between the two brothers here where the younger brother's picking the fight and the older brother's like trying to stop it and then he kinda smiles like, All right, I'm gonna fucking fight uh, with you. Go, you know, we're, oh, oh, yeah. Uh so and then get, we get and then we get a great little moment between, you know, Sully being like uh, how do they look? Are they fucked up too? Yeah. He's like, i oh, yeah. <laughs> worse than us. Fucking love that. Yeah. And I've seen more it before. It's kind yeah. of
1: simple, but it's like I, I enjoy that stuff uh, a lot. And what I appreciate about this part of the movie is this is the first time I was like, oh, shit. Like, they took Spider in the beginning, and I was like right when he was introduced. So it was a little less, oh, I'm worried about him. But that was more throughout the movie. But when the brother goes out across the reef, I was like, I'm genuinely concerned. And the fact that there's so many kids, any of them could have died. And yeah. like, I think that they did a good job of having that many kids. Which, by doing that, made me care about all of them more because I actually was like, "Oh, they're all disposable," but you didn't know how it was going to go. Yeah. Very true. Uh, they,
2: of course, they ditch this kid. It sucks, and he gets attacked by a giant sea monster, and it's a very, very scary scene. And again, it's James got, Cameron like, playing
5: kind of snake, kind of teeth.
2: Yeah. Well, you know like what I it reminded me a tremor tremor lot head? of uh, the, the monster from Tremors.
4: Oh yeah, you know, The mouth
2: kind of opens up in yeah. multiple different ways with the teeth in the front. Was James it like Cameron. a tripod
5: kind of tooth? Situation? Yeah, kind of, yeah. kind of, th- his yeah. three teeth,
2: kind of opening up like that. Yeah, kind of a little predator-esque
1: almost too. Uh, Let
5: me get ha- a plastic plastic
1: little mermaid sequence. Yeah, Chasing was... through, busting through all the shit. Yeah.
2: Uh, James Cameron, of course, a master of playing with that tension that comes with people having to hold their breath, uh, and that's always scary because he's oh. hiding there for a second. You're like, it's coming. And then he starts and the, like, and the freak is straight out. jump scares are loud, bro. bro,
1: man. Yeah, when when he's like drowning, I was like, uh oh, yeah. this yeah. motherfucker's done. Yeah, he's yeah. done.
2: Uh, of course, he goes up, and he's saved by this big whale species who saves him, and they become friends. And he's like, "Yo, I need you to take this this little thing out of my my wing." And he's like, "Oh, I get it." And he goes down there and twists it off and takes it off. And then he goes, he's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna use this cool underwater sign language that we have to communicate with one another, to communicate with you." And the whale just like telepathically inputs signals into his head, or apparently he speaks whale. I don't know. I they didn't laughed. really talk.
3: Hysterically when this happened, I, we when he you, was Kevin. like, <laughs> <laughs> when, Everyone one heard you." Kevin. When, I mean, yeah. it was so dumb. Like, there was no way to understand, like, to for me to know that the whales were smart. Later, they explain it. Right. Should have had that scene first but he just he's like hey whale tell me about your like what's wrong hurt.
5: it's painful <laughs> it's too painful it's too painful <laughs> that's, that's what so he says like, oh, okay <laughs> well they
2: become friends and he goes back and tells everyone about that and they're like you, you can't be friends with that guy he's an outcast from his species we're like are we really gonna talk about this we like yeah we sure are for the next 30 minutes let's talk about the whales ladies and gentlemen <laughs> they're a highly advanced species uh, smarter than anything else on the planet similar to that's right Tim the dolphins from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the galaxy. You remember that? Do you think you're going to get that reference today? No. Yeah. Well, let's talk about these whales for 30 more minutes. They come and go with the seasons and they come and they're all they're they're basically like uh spirit friends of the sea people. Uh the the queen of the sea people, of course, played by Kate Winslet is like homies with this other person uh and she just had a kid they're like oh my god, your kids are so, little a so little cute. Little baby in the water. So baby But all it's of so these cute. all of these whales outcast the other whale because <laughs> he killed and they don't kill anymore. They used to be a warring species back in the day. And they were like, this is going to be our end. Uh, and so they're like, "We're not, no more killing. No, no no more even killing in self-defense. Important note. So that's why they keep getting hunted by uh, the, the, the hunters that we're going to see a little bit later. But they've outcast this one guy. We don't know why yet. We don't know why. And then, of course, the kid's like, he tells everyone, I'm like, you can't hang out with him. You're gonna be. We have to banish you if you hang out with him. And he's like, no, you guys don't understand. Like, he's a pretty cool guy. They're like, no, he's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pretty cool dude. He's chill yeah. as
5: fuck. Right. he's he bought me beer. <laughs> was
3: no one blown away that these whales could communicate somehow?
5: And, uh, look, no, they, all they communicate sub, somehow. Yeah, somehow. Subty- no, Do but I, the whole, I will all say that the, 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 the birds don't. I, I will say it would have been a lot less weird had, at any other moment, an animal make a noise and a subtitle pop up. But like when it when it's too painful popped up, <laughs> like I I look I enjoyed the movie I recommend you go watch it but I but I thought so I was like this is fucking ridiculous like, it's
4: just, uh.
5: <laughs> like and and it I'm gonna like
4: if, the boys I like know when, like
5: give me five minutes I'll be on board but this is silly as shit right now yeah It yeah. I did feel like the boys of the the deep yeah the deep uh of course he's like I gotta go ask my buddy about this what's
2: going on so he goes I was like what really happened and man this scene. <laughs> kind of confusing and convoluted. <laughs> a bunch of whales are attacking one of this, these big boats. It's like a whaling boat. Yeah, yeah I hey, went, no, to, the, on, I went on, to the I went to the
5: restroom on. here because I remember Jim Cameron. Uh, we call him Jim. Jim Cameron we... saying. Go to the restroom. You'll be fine. You're going to watch this movie several times in theaters, which is like another badass thing to say. Uh, So I went to the restroom, and I came back, and I asked Nick what happened. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't remember Nick's response, but I don't think it was accurate. (laughs) Uh, is, Is
3: this when he goes inside the whale?
5: No, that's later. Oh, Much that's when Nick. No, that oh. no. Nick told me he was like yeah. he went inside the whale, and I thought he was joking. Oh,
3: oh wait, i oh, so
1: sorry, sorry. Yeah, when
5: the, I the, think yeah. He goes
3: in the whale. I think you're jumping ahead <laughs> a little, Nick. But yeah, that moment where the whale opens up, the like his friends <laughs> were like, Oh, no, 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 like, stop.
1: don't do it. Oh yeah. my god, he's gonna do it. Holy shit, he did it. And he's like,
3: <laughs> and here's my little connector piece. And he's like, I don't think you should be.
2: In, it so like unfurls looks... and he's like, and it's like the little thing Oh, he hair the penis with the, the whale? He hair yeah. penis with the whale. It
6: looked throat. like he'll a, you know,
2: look. a fern. Have you ever seen a plant like a fern yeah, plant? Like like a what what fern. Oh, no, not, not fern. the ferns. The, yeah, no, the, fern. the plants that have little tiny leaves and they unfurl a little bit. Fern. So this
1: little, imagine a fern that looks like a giant penis. It was like Andrew Garfield's trying to grab Gwen.
5: Oh, with the whale. Okay, okay. It was gross. But in a, The whale mouth. Inside the whale mouth.
0: It was very Pinocchio.
5: And is is it it near the spot where they drill the brain fluid that makes you live forever?
3: Yes. It's right above it.
5: Now, I know that's later in this movie, but I
1: fucking love James Cameron. Just giving a big old fuck you to everyone. Hey, guess what? Here's this thing. What are you doing with the whale? I don't know. We're just going to fucking shove this thing, suck the stuff. What's the stuff? Oh, it's super important. It's super valuable. We're not even going to fucking really name it something important because you know this is unobtainium bullshit, motherfuckers. We don't give a shit if you thought it
5: was stupid. We're going to do it again it's the most expensive thing in the world even more than a even more yeah <laughs> fuck yeah but the thing in part 3 it's going to be more expensive than this <laughs> <laughs> just you wait for that but i mean i feel like this is going to be the thing in part 3 because they barely
1: like this was definitely like a sequel tease type thing right like i feel like we didn't really get much of it in of the, the whales well, of the juice oh <laughs> the, the juice, juice stuff yeah
2: the juice
5: well i <laughs> we'll get Look, to, the, we'll I, get to
2: the, ju- the the golden amber in, in a little bit but we I, got...
5: I, I hope they don't bring back Fucking guy who got his arm cut off. Okay. Like, <laughs> the fucking 3D <laughs> arm. Play. We'll get to that later. It
0: blew in there.
2: Did anyone That's think great. that like Andy Circus would have played it better? You know what I'm talking about, Andy? Damn. Yeah. Are you
0: pro Wait, Andy Circus? Yeah, I thought now? you hated him.
2: That was a trick question. You guys all just <laughs> failed. Wait, you guys just did we all not just failed. Math? <laughs> nah, and he's yeah, actually, pay. Uh, I don't know. I'm conflicted. Andy Circus. G- g- I,
6: like, I don't know yeah, what I, side I'm
2: on. Like. I give him
5: shit. He's a great actor. Uh,
2: anyway, uh, so he goes in there. We see this whale thing, and he's like, I guess this was the one whale who's like, no, dude, I'm breaking this. I'm going after these fucking people. And he got a lot of people killed, unfortunately. Uh, so he's been outcast, unfortunately. Uh, so from there, now we catch up with a whole other group of people. Quararch is like, I'm commandeering your ship. And this guy's like, I'm a whaler, man. I'm out here on the high seas. I got to make my money. I got a quota. So you're getting in my way. And the guy's like, I'm going to ask nice one more time. And that's it. And the guy has the best line of the whole movie. Well, if you can't get out of it, Let's get into it, and he like slaps someone's ass. He's like, "Let's go, let's (laughs) Let's go go kill, let's go kill some people, right?" (laughs) So they go out on all these uh, uh, these raids, which are very reminiscent of like a a Vietnam era uh, Marines raiding villages and burning shit down and threatening to kill people, and it's horrifying. And of course, during the Spider Seas, what is? What's the horrors of what he's actually helping to do? He's very, very like, I don't wanna do this anymore. This is horse shit. Um I really thought they were gonna shoot that lady in the head. I thought yeah. they yeah. were Terrifying. too. Yeah. But they just killed the little sea whale banshee anyway, and everyone's like, eh, we got They four burned more the ones. whole village it was fucked yeah, up. Yeah, but they're that, just they'll, they'll just rehang this stuff. Up. They got every all those villages have a cabin. They're like, Kevin, we'll be back in <laughs> the <laughs> I got it. Got Kevin's it. are weaving a fucking yeah, god. <laughs> the idea of
1: Kevin Avatar uh, <laughs> That's out there now. <laughs> we call it Kevin Avatar. Uh, Kevin not me. <laughs>
5: um, so, can we call you it Kevin Avatar? Avatar.
2: Oh man. Let's add that to the next intro for Avatar 3. <laughs> so, uh, of course, he's like, listen, waila. these people aren't going to budge. <laughs> they're not going to, we can kill them all. They're not going to budge. They, they've taken a vow of silence. And per the king's request, of course, Cliff Curtis is like, I told them to shut the fuck up and they listened to me. And so he's like, we got to do something bigger to, to to pull these people out. And that's when they go to the whalers and they're like, we're going to, we got to kill some stuff. And they have this horrifying scene where they track this mother whale down with her cow, uh, or it's calf rather. Awful. And it's awful. And they kill this thing. And he goes, and, and they go inside, they drag it on, and, he's, and, and they go inside of it, and he's like, here's what we kill him for. And they drill a little hole into its upper palate and pull down a little violet juice that's worth $80 million, which you have to imagine for inflation in the year whenever this is, it's only like, I don't know, a million dollars now. You know, I don't know how inflation works, but apparently it's $80 million. Yeah, it's I still thought a lot they were going to go money. with
5: a bigger number. Of value. I thought yeah, it was going to be worth like a, a billion. billion, right? This yeah. was,
2: because apparently, just so everyone knows, this – World of Pandora is rich in two resources: unobtanium, mm-hmm. which, which we we just unabashedly stole from the core. The classic Aaron Ed Hart. the core, <laughs> hillary Swank film, the core, right? Which, among other things, I think allows shit to float, right? Isn't that what unobtanium does? Yeah, like a for the their for their shit, yeah. right? Uh, and two, these whales have amber juice, and this golden juice. Immortality. It Hell grants yeah. immortality, Gia. That's,
0: yeah, that's valuable.
2: I got the juice. There's a lot of stuff going on in this. A lot of double mumbo jumbo. Where I was like, we're just going to gloss over the fact that these people can live forever now. Because I'd be like this. Let's put a little bit on my gums. Let yeah. me live. Let me be the, the ripe old age of 35 for the rest of my life, right? <laughs> yeah, so,
5: yeah. A ma- ma- lot of questions here. Like, um, I think the, the casting with these two bad guys terrible. I love Jermaine Clement.
4: I do, too. I don't know he's why not they... Good. Why did they make him to, American? I don't
5: know why they said, keep your American accent when the other guy was Aussie, so like I figured, like I with a New Zealand accent, would have worked. Um, <laughs> Jermaine
1: I, Clement is just so miscast. It's <laughs> awful. awful.
5: Awful. All of this is just terrible. I hate these two villains. We spend way too much time with them, and if it was a minute long of them being on screen, it would have been too much time. Like They are such a waste. When he's There's being... Any, a t- they could have cast so many people that could have <laughs> been good in this role and would have... Made me, like, I, I really feel like this whole part of the movie brings this movie down to, like, a four out of five for me. Because it's just so unenjoyable for me. I, I wish that it was, like, <laughs> a Giovanna Rubisi type. Like, bring back bring Sam Rockwell. Let Justin Hammer oh, be the bad Sam guy. Rockwell you know what I mean? So
2: but Andy turned to me at one point. So there's a moment in this movie that I'm like, wow, that's actually bad. It's very bad. It's probably the worst thing I've ever seen in a James Cameron movie. Where... The whale grabs the harpoon line <laughs> and goes underneath the water and starts lassoing it because apparently they're highly evolved. And when they want to fight back, they're fucking sea badasses, right? And Jermaine Clement looks over at the bad guy and goes, who's got the harpoon now? While the thing's about to, to fucking fly them. into the air and kill yeah. them. Which I'm like, what? It was so it's such a tonally terrible line delivery. And then he has another one right afterward. You're know, like, Cut it out. Cut
0: that I, out. Did, I did think it was pretty amusing. I agree with everything you're saying, but just Thank you, in one note of defense, I do think it was pretty amusing that Jermaine just had utter visible contempt for the other dude. Like, I thought that was, that could have been funny.
2: could have been cool. It yeah. could have been awesome. could have been its own story, right? right. It could have been like, it could have been very much um, that dynamic between, If you're just going back to the abyss. Uh, you could have
5: joined the scientist crew. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Right. We, Cameron's great at saying like, "Hey, we're going to put these diametrically opposed people in," and, and then like, there's always a group of scientists who are like altruistic trying to figure something out, and then a group of corporate people that are trying to come in and, and capitalize one. off of it. Right. You got uh, Paul Reiser from Aliens, right? You've got uh, Michael Bean oh, from from The Abyss, yeah. right? Oh my God.
4: he would have been so. Fun. He would have been great.
2: But but this Indeed. was I just think one or two more characters that we just didn't need. We didn't need there to be a character there who's like. Hey, audience! Just so you know, this is bad. We got it right. We but love these whales. Younger kids like this is my my only friend in the world is a whale. <laughs> so we love these things. We didn't need. It's a shockingly horrifying scene. We don't need another character there to tell us that.
5: Well, I don't. I don't care about what the scene showed. Like, it's. I think it's. I think it's fine that they show this shit. It's depressing and really, really fucked up. Um, I. I it's just more of like the characters doing it that made me care less (laughs) well
2: because it dumbs down the 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 tension of it right when you have a bat when a character that's there who's supposed to be the moral compass for the audience right in case you didn't freaking know that killing animals is bad he goes, hey, this is bad. I'm only doing this for the research. But when he's bad, you're like, oh, well, I don't know.
1: They're canon yeah. fodder, man. It was yeah. all just like set up to have you... them die in a cool way. And I fucking loved it. They're they're characters that I despised on camera. And then when they died and one of them got their arm ripped off, I cheered fucking loudly.
2: But Gerald, I don't think you're movie. supposed to despise the Jermaine Clement character. I think he's supposed to be a character that's sympathetic, right? I think he should have been like, I'm gonna be the one that smashed the controls and pushed the thing into the thing, right? Because these fucking guys suck, and I'm I'm so torn by this because. It's similar to, like, almost the the Dr. Grace character in the beginning where he's like, I'm just here to do research, and this is a a necessary evil in order to do that. And you kind of sympathize with that, but the characters... I wouldn't go that far.
5: I'd say there are some characters (laughs) in movies that I'm happy get killed off because I think they're that bad I don't want to see them anymore. And there are characters like Homelander that you love to despise. Yeah. Because they are so despicable, and they have such good characterization and... Great screen presence, and I feel like these dudes had nothing, like, no boxes were checked. You know, putting cross for Madman, I feel like I would have enjoyed it more. That's <laughs> a crazy. Up, that's a
1: crazy. Wow, that is a me. crazy Andy yeah. Cortez taking <laughs> it. Hates
5: Darren
4: Cross in man. <laughs> man,
1: for
5: all the right and wrong reasons.
4: I also take back my Vincent D'Onofrio endorsement from you, Tim, because mm. he was terrible in Jurassic World. He was fantastic
1: in He was exactly what we wanted from this in Jurassic World. I, f- I kind of I forgot. Feel like it, huh? He was great. He Didn't was like he, eating it all. up. Yeah, but he was him? also so. We love Men in Black. He was like so. Per- he was Coming perfectly out the out bad out. guy. He who was just...
5: a very cartoony okay. bad yeah. guy for sure. Yeah, but like, Maybe... yeah, I would have enjoyed him a lot more here for sure.
1: Bar looking for a
2: cat, a fat cat. Miss World to me. Remember when he's like sugar in water? It's a shame that we've
4: never done that I'll
2: I'll I'll dress Andy up as Vincent D'Onofrio right now. No what? It's <laughs> I don't even know. I didn't hear what, I didn't hear what Joey said. I just took a jump. I just took a jump <laughs> into <is> it. Sorry, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> not what I.
4: Not what, did what did you I say? I said it's it. a disservice that we've never done that series. Men- oh, like, oh yeah. yeah. Well, they'll do another one eventually.
5: I'll dress up Andy like Vincent here right now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Which one do you think he dress you up as? Do you think it's Men in Black? Do you think you'd get to be Kingpin? Like,
5: am I wearing the Vincent D'Onofrio like <laughs> body like suit skin suit from? Men He's in like Black?
2: seven feet tall. <laughs> I forgot <don't know. laughs> <laughs> to put you on stilts. Anyway, uh, they kill the whale and they leave. He's like, hey, we're gonna take all the little floaties off. I was like, no, no, no leave it. I want them to know it's us because I want them to come, and uh, they do. And it's a very gripping scene where Kate Winslet is like has to cry over her friend who just had who waited so many seasons to have her child and the ch- and the kid. The most fucking sad thing in this whole movie is that the, the the son dies too next to the mom because he doesn't have the resources not to, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But it's really, really sad.
6: Fucking
4: it was really before. sad. I also laughed really hard. I'm sorry. Because I didn't – Kate Winslet's delivery of some of those lines, I – Jones Did not think nice. that this. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> just some, don't like, like the Navi. You're
5: heartless. you're heartless. Yeah,
4: you're I know. Heartless. There was something about the way, and I know that they had you know, set up of like the whales dramatic. write songs or whatever like that, but the way she said it, just I, I felt really bad because I was the only one laughing at it. But Joey, I, I laughed
3: with you. Thank I, you. And
4: yeah, the line of like she wrote the most beautiful songs. <laughs> <laughs> I it's thought like, it was right. super funny. I don't. Yeah, Kate Winslet didn't really do it for me either.
2: I'm just double-checking that I still have a heart.
6: <laughs>
4: I no, I
2: thought this was a good scene. But uh, I think maybe you just do, it, it's hard for you to see the, the characters emote through the CG, which is I think is that's difficult. 100% It's true. very, very difficult. And I think that's, that's the challenge specifically with a lot of those really intense character moments is that, and in, in a lot of the reasons why I think that a, a three-hour runtime for Titanic works versus this is because we're actually watching human beings that subconsciously you have that connection with because there are the humans on screen. Whereas this is like, no matter how good the CGI is at a certain point, you're like, there's a cat person with some ears. I right could right not front of me. disagree more, <laughs> man. It's sometimes oh, I'm just saying sometimes me. for me, it's it's difficult. Like my body, my brain goes, what? Okay. We got to get back into it. There's a little disconnect there. Well,
0: that's why I think actually, and I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but one of the best, most powerful performance moments of performance in the movie is when Zoe Daldana's character is just becoming an animal and it's like really physical and you see it on her face, but it's also just like, 100%. Yeah. Emoting from her feral. body yeah. and feral yeah. and it's, I mean, that was like quite I, a good performance.
3: In that moment, like I, I was actually scared for Spider that she was going to be so blind and totally. full of hatred. That and she you see that on his performance. Gonna... Yeah, and oh, his yeah, performance absolutely. was really was excellent too. That yeah, It was a, a gripping moment. Would have thought
2: action. they had a little bit of a moment after that together. Yeah. Would have thought she'd have been like, for? hey, sorry about that whole scar, permanent scar on your chest thing now that I gave yeah, you and him being like, made. I am terrified of you now. But she they were just like,
5: Well, we also got hints at the end. he never felt like he never felt like he was part of the crew. Like, he's an outsider; doesn't belong here. Which would
2: have loved to have seen one moment where he was like,
5: "Hey, so hey, that we have what, unfinished business." So what happened back there? We like cool, or did you mean it? Or, she's like, nah, yeah, yeah. come on." But don't, you,
0: but don't you also think that that sort of drove him even more so to save his dad in that I think so. moment because yeah. he was being driven Definitely. sort of away from the family that he had had up until that point
3: i
6: absolutely
3: hated the fine like one of the like last lines of a son for a son and it's like get the fuck out oh, of here like terrible. don't why that. how could you say that that
5: was a terrible how, line how can the song? you say
3: that Fucking awesome <laughs> so
2: we're not quite there yet though we still got about mm, an hour and 15 minutes left of this movie uh including what i think is going into the most interesting and stunning aspect of it which is the war sequence where they have to assault this big ship uh they get everyone together and he's like look man i got your kids here uh, i forget how he gets the kids i think
4: because they trap the yeah, like, they trap friend them. outcast whale. That's yeah. right. Um, <laughs> right.
2: Uh, they crab track robots, that. robots,
5: cool. As
4: They've
2: shit. got all the cool, cool crab robots, which got the arms that come in and out. We've got the little bell, a little bell shaped uh, sea creatures that they can breathe in and all that stuff. All that stuff's really cool. Uh, at one point, I think I really glossed over this, which is an important point. Grace uh, convenes with their underwater t- tree. And has a seizure because she goes in and sees her mom and like all the stuff. And you're like, whoa, she's like hella hyper powered right now. Uh, they bring her out. We have a great moment between Kate Winslet and Zoe Saldana where she's like, "Hey, you're the I forget the whatever the position was, but she's like medic, basically. <coughs> what are you doing?" And she goes, "Fine, clear these stupid idiots out of here. Get out of here, JB from Grandma's Boy." <laughs>
1: Still in it though. You just had I too love many. It. The whole crew is like, back. "It is such a bummer that the one shitty bad guy is back though, because he was gold." Which one, Giovanni? Mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's incredible. He's great
2: and everything. Uh, she's like, so she saves her and they have a moment and she's like, okay, now we're homies.
1: Does she though? She
3: like sticks her with a needle a couple times. acupuncture. Yeah,
0: I know. It doesn't work. And then blows on her. Yeah. She's like
5: showing like, Hey, this is the spiritual way to heal. Like your, your, your medicine is not working. Yeah. It's also possible that Grace just came out of it. Was like, I'm good. I'm good. We don't know. We'll never know. They
2: don't keep records like that. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Also
3: wait, real quick. One other question. So the people that die on this planet and are like connected to uh giving back
1: to a live stream. Awa,
3: yeah like they they are still kind of in there. Is that what Well, happening? they're me- I think it's
2: the, I think it's what we their talked memories. about earlier where their their consciousness their memories are in there. So you can go in and kind of convene with them in a spiritual way. Similar to
5: like yeah, the, Was that on the D drive or where? Yeah. Oh, I, well, I mean, it was, like
3: do we think that someday they're going to bring Sigourney Weaver back into her because they're keeping her body around for something,
2: right? Yeah, presumably, which yeah, you would have thought that mean, have body. This have... movie
1: franchise already sets up. There's a thing that lets you live forever, and you can also just clone people. So it's like that's the world. Yeah. <laughs> so like I would not be surprised if we see Sigourney Weaver back in any way, shape, or form.
2: Uh, so the the two opposing sides square off against each other, and Quarry's is like, "Look, we got your kids. You come over here peacefully. We take you. We let the kids go. That's that's what's going to happen." Absolutely I'm, gripping.
1: I'm in it, this it, shit, and it, I'm yeah. just like, we're seeing the like the face off of him with the kids versus Sully, and I'm just like, "Fuck, like." I don't want something bad to happen to these characters at this
5: moment. I, I I think the thing that kind of bothers me in this moment, and it's a little tiny nitpick, but it's, I'm going to kill your kids if you don't come over here, Jake. Right? Like, I, I, I will I will kill them. And then the whales kind of come and save the day and cause chaos. Mm-hmm. But at that point, like, I don't know why Course just to go, hey, I'll, I'll still fucking kill him. All right? Like, you're... I forget what the exact terms are, right? Like, turn yourself in? Is it like, turn yeah, yourself come, yeah. Come in? Yeah. And I'll, you release come here, I'll release the kids. You, but it there? seems like the whales come attack, and then, like, the Everything kids are totally derailed. safe
3: now. Yeah, also, I, I, yeah, like, kill the kids. There's a couple of
5: things I mean? that, yeah, happen like, in this sequence. If you're going
3: to be a bad guy, be in.
2: The kids get caught. They get out. They get caught again. Uh, one thing that kind of is, it, it's not nitpicky so much, but when I point it out, you're going to be like, huh, right, is that this goes, the, the eclipse happens. Uh, we go into the night, which is cool, more dramatic. The lighting's incredible, and in all out of the sequences, uh, Jake and and after the whale attack, which is great, and the guy loses his arm. Uh, uh, Jake and Nateria have to mount this attack, seemingly by themselves.
3: Yeah. What What happened? What the, the hell
2: rock happened rock. to the rest of the sea people? Where are they? How come they're not helping with this? Where what do they just bounce?
3: What What's crazy is, like, Mate, was it Mateo the name of his kid that dies? Nateo, I think. Neteo. Or uh, anyways, I'll look it up real quick. He's on a rock. The, tam. the the uh, tribe leader's daughter yeah so like and like the parents are nowhere to be seen they're alive because we see them later but like they just left
2: doesn't it doesn't make any sense it, it's a very yeah. big unfortunate plot hole for me because while they were midway through the sequence where they're like squaring off obviously it makes more it's more better for tension when it's like 2v2 not 30 versus one but i was like I would, I would probably call that guy afterward and be like yeah what happened to you <laughs> like what where were you man i lost where the kid that? my son died like what the what the literal hell happened there um but i guess they had other stuff i don't know i don't know i, I there's no explanation for it unless i missed it and again comments let me know in the comments below i won't look at you
5: um uh, i i do also just want to call out all of this in the daytime before the eclipse hits i love all this the actions phenomenal the aerial sort of Anytime uh, Natiri is hitting somebody in the chest with an arrow or in the head through the ship is the coolest shit of, of all time. And Jake, with his gun, gunning down people, and uh, all of the maneuver maneuverability, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Uh, it's just awesome. Choreography is so Choreography, great yeah. here. I'm a big fan of it. And then um, this nighttime fight sequence, awesome as hell, too. Like it is, I mean, it's an all-timer. It is yeah. so, like, it, I am my back is just tense because i'm just so scared for these characters
2: has a moment where he kills a guy and seem and simultaneously takes his gun off of him and then starts shooting dude i was like that was
1: badass the the choreography is fantastic the look of it's great and it does the return of the jedi thing where there's the multiple planes of action and you're equally invested in what's happening with each group of kids or adults or just whatever it is and the tension's right and it's a beautiful thing where unlike things like return of the jedi where it's kind of somewhere in space somewhere on land somewhere this it's all the same set piece and that set piece is a giant ship that is turning titanic style while the water's rising <laughs> so all of our characters are dealing with the same like disastrous set piece mm-hmm. in different ways in like tandem with each other and I was yeah. like this is just absolutely stunning like this is one of the coolest final acts like action sequences in any movie I've ever seen and like I think it's going to be very tough to top uh or topple
2: as the boat would have it so we see all that stuff. I think there was a natural point here where I was like, Oh, I think the movie's gonna end here, which is where they like square off. We have the we have the kid for the kid, and they and he and he and he has that moment where she's like, I'm gonna kill your son. And he's like, It's not my kid. But then she calls his bluff and he lets go. And it's a great moment for Quaritch where you're like, Oh shit, this is something different. I thought I was like, What a great place to just end it, right? And he goes, You know he's gonna come back for you. He was like, Yeah, we should probably just end this now. And I'm like, Oh, of course. But to me, I'm like, No, I, 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 I fucking love I know you gotta do it. But for me, it was a disappointment because grander scale, they're just gonna. This is a massive corporation that's just gonna keep sending people after you. Of course, someone else is gonna come after you. This is a wonderful moment where you're like, or we could be cool and figure this out in a different way, which I thought was going to lead into a little bit. Nah, whatever.
5: We gotta fight knife fights in the dark with lit by flame. All right, I'm back in. Doesn't matter.
4: Yeah.
2: we're
5: cool. Uh, well, I mean, Quoritch is the reason why his son is dead. Like in that moment. Oh yeah, I forgot about you that. You have to go for the kill. Like, but it's also just that hype moment of. You're right, let's get this shit let's done now. Go. Like, I, I am here. pumped the fuck up right now yeah. in the theater, dude. So they
2: fight, and Jake... Uh, I they will say,
4: up... I was confused, because they, like, lit all of the ocean on fire or whatever. Could they not have, like, swum underneath that? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Are, like, like you can. Especially when the kids back go back the to ship. the ship, specifically. Yeah. Especially like,
2: when we've established, these kids can now, because of training, hold their breath for, like, yeah. mi- 20 minutes. And you would assume... Jake would have had that training, too, but
1: he did not. Apparently, he doesn't have to swim ever. And that, earlier, I was saying in the pre-spoiler stuff where I was just like, there was multiple times in the movie, I'm like, what's Nateri and Jake up to? Are they, <laughs> are they, where are they at? Have yeah. they been doing training and they just didn't show us? And I, I guess not. I guess not. I guess they, I mean, he did his I, training I with the And he's been mingling, he's been
5: politicking. I think with they were the just, wo- I think he was just worn the fuck out. Like, I, him trying to get away in this sequence after just having.
2: What, one thing I wanted to bring up was I was like, they they made such a big deal out of the breath stuff, right? I assumed uh, this is going to be a, this is going to be a walk so please stick with me. I know we're a bit long on this one, but there's a little movie that was made a long time ago called Navy Seals, starring Michael Bean, who is a James Cameron favorite and Charlie Sheehan. And in that, they talk about how badass is he Mr. Bean's brother? Uh no, different spelling. Mm. There's an H in one of them, I think. In that they talk about <laughs> how awesome like these guys can hold their breath for And They have all these scenes where the Navy Seals are like swimming underwater and cool. They're just badass. As a Navy Seal, you have to be able to hold your breath for like 10 minutes or some crazy shit like that, right? People can actually do it. At the end, the bad guy and the good guy, who's Charlie Sheehan, are facing off against each other in, that's right, the ocean. And Charlie Sheehan grabs him and pulls him down. Because he knows he can hold his breath longer than the other guy. Because he's trained to be a Navy SEAL. And the guy escapes, goes up for breath one time. Charlie Sheen grabs him and pulls him down again. Another time, pulls him down again. Until finally, he holds him down so long after three breaths that the guy just goes, boom, and drowns to death in front of Charlie Sheen. Lets him go. Swims up like a boss. I thought that's where we were going to be at with this. I was like, these guys have trained. This other guy hasn't trained. I just thought he was going to drag him down and out-breathe him. But instead... He throws a full-on rear naked choke with hooks in and just chokes his ass underneath the water, which I'm also okay with. Yeah, I thought you were going to like that yeah. a lot. Yeah, I'm okay <laughs> with it too.
3: But then his body's down there for what? Ten, 10 minutes? minutes? And his son is like, I guess I'll bring him up. And like, I know that it Which was must still, have
2: taken another twenty minutes, ten minutes.
3: He was still like, his little leg was still kicking. Also, shout outs to those masks being for just making oxygen. Hours. For hours,
2: which they they said they, in the they beginning, told us
3: it wasn't that long. It doesn't
2: take that long, yeah. yeah. And this kid's had this on all day. And I imagine hours.
3: that now that he's with hanging out with these water people, they don't have replacement ones.
2: No. Yeah, they're gonna have to. He's gonna have to he's breathe out die. of a seashell. <laughs> <laughs> or some sort of conch. Anyway,
1: <laughs> you're gonna say conch. Uh,
2: also,
3: you
1: motherfucker. I don't know.
2: Why. <laughs> <is> <laughs> I got it, the conch.
3: Isn't now. it absurd that they introduced? They're like, oh hey, um, this little cool angel wing backpack. It, it makes you breathe. Hell yeah, I liked uh, it.
0: I liked it too. It was I pretty.
3: liked it too. But like, why did they not use it a hundred percent of the time?
2: Yeah, it's very weird, especially when they're all out there and they're down to uh-huh. clown. You would be like, hey, we're gonna assault <laughs> they're this. They're down to clown. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah, we're gonna <laughs> assault this big ship. It might be actually pretty beneficial if, if we, we came just, from below yep, and the had these cool things, like these cool like uh, breathing apparatuses that are these cool jellyfish. Or hey, my mom and my sister are both trapped in this big thing.
5: Bring two. Bring I got Greek. special powers. I got special Bring water powers. Bring a third powers. one,
2: right? But Grace has special water power. I assume she was going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like Professor over. X, like, <laughs> like, hey, these three little things, swim in there and attach yourself to my sister and my mom and save them so I don't have to go in there. But instead we get another cool scene. <laughs> it's fine. They're saved. Uh, the younger kids, like, you got to trust me, Dad. I, I know how to breathe even though you don't. You're saved. They all come out. The older kid died somewhere in between there. I forgot how that kid died, but he died. He got shot as he, they were trying, to, we they were trying to escape for the third time.
3: Well, they were trying to get Spider, which they had already left. But they were like, no, no, no. Now we don't leave people.
1: This we don't time. leave you behind. Yeah. But uh, then they
5: are on the rock, and they're hugging each other, and none of them ask about Spider. They don't really care about Spider. And we
1: I'm going to be honest the, with and you guys. And we they cut don't cut care about spider. spider. Well, yeah, they're well, specifically,
5: like... the mom doesn't. I
1: think that's the yeah. point of this kind He's of like, should care. we get him? Should we not get a right. whole dynamic going on? Uh, spider,
2: I think, has a great moment, though, where he does choose to save his dad. And that's... I thought that was pretty poignant. It's incredible. Like that... Uh, I
1: think the whole Spider bit is just... It's...
0: I think Minnie Grace cares about Spider. Yeah. She yeah. Does. She, she wouldn't For let sure. it go. Well,
2: because she feels an outcast as well because she's also not a part of the family right she's an adopted part of the family as well so i think they have that bond and that kindred.
5: And then he's and he's like come with me son and he's like <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: so uh, he goes off corage lives uh they give uh the older kid a viking funeral with some roses and they send him off <laughs> and he gets re-engulfed back into the uh the the, the world uh, Jake has <coughs> a moment where he convenes, remembers that moment where they fished together, Beautiful. and then is there as well. She's crying, and you have to imagine yeah. you can't do that too much, or you get lost in it, similar to the mirror in Harry Potter. Where they're like, yeah, people. What was it that Dumbledore said? Like, uh, greater people than you have lost their mind, staring yeah. into this mirror. Like, I'd be like, once a year we can go talk to the kid, but after that we got to live our life. I feel like
5: it's almost nuts. like being an avatar. He's like, I don't know what the real life is anymore. Exactly. Now. I'm like mm-hmm. I'm just stuck in this mirror world talking to my son. This moment is beautiful. I thought it was um, impeccably acted, and I, it's bringing on the waterworks, man.
2: Uh, and then this is a crying water moment works. for you, Geo. It, it actually
0: works. wasn't. I had two crying moments when the son died. Stopped very hard. And then when they all got back together on the family and they were like on the Titanic door thing and they're all coming together and they're like, <laughs> Sully, stick together. But yeah, then there was spider. a missing Sully who had died. That that really got mm. me mm. where it was like a missing puzzle piece, which is sort of why I thought it worked to have so many disposable kids. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then
2: Jake is like, Been through a lot together, so they stick together. But the one thing I learned Ooh, is the uh, thing that I should have, that <laughs> Nick knew 20 minutes into this movie. You can't run from the sky, people, because we already knew that from Avatar One. That's right, Gia. You passed. The test. <laughs> and he goes like this. And now we got to take the fight to them. Eyes open. And you're like, oh. And then it goes Avatar. We're making our stand. The right, shape Gia. of water, which I always, I'm like, shape ah, of water. Or whatever is <laughs> it? The way of water. Way of water. <laughs> right? I- it's always, it's always a, a little bit of a risk ending the movie with the title. It's like it's kind of pretentious. We're like, I know.
1: I fucking love they're it, like, dude. they're James like, Cameron, great. you deserved this it one. okay?
2: It saves Cameron, so of course he does. And the movie was incredible. And that is the plot of Avatar: Shape of Water by Guillermo del Toro. No <laughs>
1: post credit scene, but we do get uh, the beautiful just uh, credits on main or whatever with the weekend song playing. Which I, jury's out. I don't want to no, say I hate it, but I don't love it. What? The song's
2: fine. It's the use of the song where you're like. Hi. Why do we? This whole movie was such an enclosed experience that bringing a pop song into it seems so it fucking was orchestral. out. There was a lot of elements. It felt
1: like it all was the auto tune. I else. felt like
4: made sense with the music that we got throughout the movie. I love guess. the
1: visuals of this. Seeing uh, the the like water area, like all of it, like seeing the whales and everything. I thought they did a really good job of being like, yeah. Yo, here's your, here's the little victory lap of how dope this fucking movie looked. Have fun. But yeah, no post credits. Which didn't need, because, like, the post-credit teases were, like, embedded throughout this
5: movie entirely. I just need, like, a two-hour B-roll shot of, like, in 3D existing underwater. Just all the sea creatures they created looked amazing. Oh, it was incredible.
2: You know what it reminded me a lot of is, like, I think Tim talked about it, but it was, like, that, that 4K or 8K footage you see when you walk into Best Buy of, like, David Attenborough wrong, being like, man. "Was it you, Andy?" He tried though. He knew. He knew he was. <laughs> you know, suit that was in the fucking dark there. three hours and eight <laughs> soundboards ago, man. Give me a break, for Christ's sake. We've, we've been at it for a while. Plus, I saw a three and a half hour movie, and Andy gets eight quarters of the way through his popcorn and he goes, "You want some of this?" And I look in, and it's like three kernels. To which I went like this, and I just wipes. My finger around the But How does that affect that? you getting this
4: wrong?
2: <laughs> I'm tired. That's what I'm talking about.
4: I did forget the part of the movie where we were sitting behind Andy and Nick, and Andy just like shoots his hand up with a bag of nerds clusters and waves it around. I, like, this- I assume that was you asking Kim- us if I we wanted to. I also I also want, I thought, I
2: I also want to bring it. to attention the shade that ate, that Kevin and Joey threw at me and Andy for not saving them a seat. Yeah, it's fucked Despite up. the fact that there were two empty seats that we we were saving for them right next to
3: us. No, there was there, there was 100% two seats were. There
2: right was next to us. Right next there was also uh,
4: there's six, there's six of us. But there's six of us. Yeah, no, no, not, no. Didn't well, we here's what happened.
2: Either. Because Andy didn't save all six of us seats. He just sat down in the middle and people sat around him. It's a screener. There was plenty of seats. But Joey and Kevin come in and they go like this. Ah, they didn't even save us seats. And then Joey goes, and I hear Joey whisper, do you want to sit in this row? And Kevin goes, No, I don't want to sit in that fucking <laughs> row. I'm gonna sit one row up. That's where the better sound is. So they sit up there, and then as they sit down, they're like, didn't even save a seat.
5: <laughs> and then yeah. and meanwhile, well, they are sitting right behind right the two behind. empty seats yes. that are next to us. Right behind Andy, the two Andy, empty seats. Andy, <laughs> Andy. Listen, if
4: we're not all gonna sit together, then we have to we have best to be seats, apart. That's well, we're.
5: because uh, like here's the thing. You go to these screeners and there's always like several people going alone, right? So there's yeah, one dude right in the middle. The row above that, one dude right in the middle. I'm mm. like, man, the, the all the middle. Perfect spot take to it. take in. Little dudes. I'm going to sit kind of next to this dude, but this seat next to me has, like, butter on the chair. Hopefully Nick cleans that when he comes, and he sure did. I did. Job, and I yeah.
2: cleaned it because I was like, if I sit here, then we'll have the two empty seats over there because I am a great friend slash yeah. co-worker. And I scrubbed that thing, too, yeah. to the point where the guy next to me was like, you got to stop doing that, man. That's fucking weird.
6: Like,
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? the guy was like, you got to give me the side eye. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this guy doing? Uh, anyway, that is
6: Avatar.
5: That the is way Avatar. Of Water. W- so Randy, let's
1: get to it. Ragu bagu.
5: Oh, we're doing that. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. One sec. One sec. Here we go.
1: Oh, Are we dude. doing the thing we
5: do in every show? I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> Wig it out with fucking Andy. Uh, hold on. Oh, um, wrong button. Wrong button. One sec. I'm not getting any sound, kid. Joey
2: Siggett. I'm
4: not
5: getting
4: any sound. Uh, Ragu. Ragu.
2: Ragu. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rad Guys Talk uh, Bad Guys guy? for Avatar in Review. That's right. Top on the list. Quaritch and Remember Giovanna what? Ribisi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, where do we want to put Quaritch? And I'm Edie Falco.
4: <laughs> or do we put the guy missing an arm and bad Jemaine? And Jemaine bring down.
5: They definitely. Bring they, down. This is too.
4: Yeah.
2: I also just don't. Th- well, I don't know. Here's my argument for it. Quaritch much more well-rounded character in this. Deeper, has conflict. Shows that conflict well. We feel it when he lets his son go. I was like, oh fuck. I didn't know he was gonna do that. I think that's kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool as well. I don't well.
5: think it's enough. I don't no, think it's definitely enough. Not,
2: like not.
1: I, I don't think that the other elements drag it down enough for me, but I think comparing Stephen Lang in the first movie, who is just a bad guy, to this where they try to make him sympathetic, and I think he's an okay sympathetic bad guy. I don't think he's like Thanos. I don't think he's Killmonger. I don't think he's like that. So it's like, I, I'd go number one over two. really
4: I think it's number two fairly easily.
0: This one is less good.
4: Number
2: two. There it is. There All right. welcome back to Raghu bagu guys (laughs) if you're just joining us we just ranked the avatar 2 at number two for the bad guys in the
1: series and there you go there we go now it's time to rank avatar the way of water do we put it above or below avatar one i'll start this one off i said it at the the top but i i think that avatar one uh is is personally uh, my preferred movie. Um, having said that, I can't wait to watch this at least two more times. I wouldn't be surprised if it's more. Loved this movie. Had such a great time with it. Can't wait for this to to get more of these movies and for them to complete the vision that they've been uh, building here. And I think they did a great job uh, making this a standalone movie, making this a sequel, and making this the start of something new and special. Um, could not recommend it higher <coughs> as a theatrical experience. So I would vote number one.
5: This one's tough for me. I think I enjoy part one more just because i think it's stories a little bit better told and um i feel like there isn't a whole lot of fat to be cut on part one but i think i enjoyed jake sully more here in part two and i enjoy the visuals a lot more obviously um that just comes with better technology but god damn this is just like an experience i will never forget um i would put this above part one joey noel
4: I'm also putting this above part one. Um, I think my biggest gripes with or with part one are the fact that I don't really care about any of the main characters, and they do such a good job about making me care about these kids, and I think the performances were much better. I think it's like a fun group of kids. Even like the Water Tribe's daughter I really liked and stuff like that, and the brothers less so, because they're not really in it as much. You think part. Michelle Rodriguez comes back for part three? I was bummed. I was bummed. <laughs> Fruity. Um, but because of all of that, that addressed most of my issues with part one, so I think that i vote part two is better
1: excuse
0: same yeah part two is better it's hard because it's just such a spectacle that it's hard to bring myself back mm. a right. decade and be in you know 10 year younger shoes watching part one but this was just so impressive like i'm so impressed and definitely having watched them back to back this one i was more captivated and more impressed
1: uh real quick i will say speaking of the spectacle this movie's a fucking spectacle but there was no moment in this one that made me go, "Oh fuck!" The way that the opening long shot of the first one mm-hmm. did, where you like where he's coming see, out of cryosleep, cryosleep, yep. and seeing the little like uh, jellyfish thing like come, like those moments in the first one were like, "I am in another world right now." Um, and the gathering of the clans moment—I I don't think this movie has any moment that hype and that cool, but. Nick, what about you? Uh,
2: I would disagree with all of you, unfortunately. I think this movie is a great spectacle, but it's unfortunately more for me like a great tech demo that it is a good piece of storytelling i think avatar one did it better i think there, there, there are they're way too many too many elements in this including the, the amber goo that we're all <laughs> after and the, the the face-off between literally the same two characters we had in the other movie it just feels like we're we're rehashing and reusing a lot of plot elements that unfortunately given the movie's three hour and 12 minute runtime just bogs the thing down and i got bored halfway through it whereas i i think The the spectacle of it is fantastic, and I do stand by the fact that everyone should go out and see this. It's incredible. But I left with the same feeling of, that was a cool piece of technology that I just watched for two hours that I did with the first Avatar. I remember leaving the first Avatar being like, that was really awesome right it's a lot of cool really 3d never want to watch it again and I bet if I watch that in 1080p on my tv screen it's going to be a lesser of an experience and I I bet this is going to be a lesser of an experience too when I go back and watch it a year from now or two years from now when Avatar 3 comes out so I would put this at number two I
5: I would have been I I wish I didn't hear or read any reviews going into it because it I really got the uh, idea that this movie has all of the tech and amazing sort of blockbuster high budget movie stuff that part one had back in the day but with a lot more substance to the story and i was just pretty led down by a lot of the storytelling uh in this movie so i would if i had not read any reviews i would have gone in thinking we're gonna get the same shallow story and i probably would have liked the movie a lot more for it that being said i still gave it a four out of five it's like i think you have to see this in a theater like if you have two functional eyes maybe one no three mm-hmm. d two mm-hmm. two functional eyes. Yeah amazing that's it the reviews are out everybody
1: uh but the ranking here uh goes me and Nick say Avatar one is better than two but everyone else says Avatar two is better than one and therefore Avatar the way of water is number one and Avatar is number two we will return in two years for Avatar three um I forget, there was like a leaked name that they were going for, but I don't remember what it is anymore. Let us know in the comments below uh, what you think Avatar 3 should be called. Nick, do you have a suggestion? Yellow brain. I was going to say, what what time should we come back in two years? Do, uh, oh, same time same time noon yeah yeah exactly cool noon same base, same time.
0: Put on the calendar Perfect. fantastic
5: love it I to might be ready that. that day
1: let us know in the comments what you think of Avatar the way of water and remember we're going to be taking the next two weeks off for the holidays so we will return in January 2023 the plan right now is for Knives Out 1 and 2 to be the first in reviews back that might change stay tuned to twitter.com slash kind of funny vids for more up-to-date information but until next time we see you we see we you, see you. <laughs>